Hi, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Are you ready to talk about bad influence? I am, because after all, we are the Watchers of Movies. Hello. If you hear the explosions, it's because it's the fifth fifth of July. It's the fifth of July. Famously, yes, the day after Independence (laughs) Day. That's when we we put off all of our or we uh, set off all of our fireworks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Make sure to just do it the day after, just to really fuck with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I get irritated. I get irritated at people who get irritated at fireworks. (laughs) That's my true confession for the summer. I don't mind if it's like professionally done, but I think there's um, a lot of idiots out there that are setting off fireworks and then like losing parts of their hands, you know, and it's like, eh, or they're like doing I mean, dumb stuff. There's and, like, also setting like near- a large <laughs> amount of people that are just setting them off because they're having fun. That's true. And I think let's just have fun. Let's I just always- let people have fun. And if people get injured... Hopefully it's not that bad, and they'll just be smarter afterwards or yes. something. Uh, I always like sparklers. Sparklers are fun. I actually don't because oh, I really? got lit on fire by one once. But, um, <laughs> but I still, weirdly enough, and fireworks were okay? still I, don't. I just laughed. Yeah, well, I tell, laughed you at tell your me, pain. Am I'm I sorry. okay? I'm assuming that my you're mom, okay. <laughs> I stop dropped and rolled, and my mom was hysterically laughing at me was for she? stop dropping and rolling. Oh, no. you did the right. The thing that you learned I in elementary my, school. I saved my own life because yes. my mom was too busy laughing at me. <laughs> How old uh, are you? Uh, probably 10. <laughs> um, anyway, fireworks still don't irritate me, like even though I've on. had... I, it's funny. I, I wouldn't have told... It's not like I'm like, I didn't tell you this, but I have fake legs because I lit on fire from a sparkler. Yeah, I, I, you know what I mean? I know, it's, I know. It was so but, long ago. <laughs> That's I, like that's one of those things a stop, drop, and roll thing. Yeah, that I thought was gonna be like much more prevalent in my adult <laughs> years, and I was like, I have never stopped, dropped, and rolled. Well, I fire. have, Thank and all it much. got all it got me was shame. <laughs> so. <laughs> Next time, you just let yourself burn, I guess. Like, I don't know what she expected me. You know what? I may have told this story before as well, but she like she used to pick me up from school, mm-hmm. and she was late one time, and I was like, where were you? And she's like, well, you can walk home next time. So she was late again, so I started walking home, and she was so mad at me. And she was like, what are you doing? I couldn't find you. And I was like, you were late, and you told me to walk home. If you were late again, so that's what I was doing. And they and she had my neighbor lady in the car with her because they were like garage sailing or something. And they were like, "We were worried about you, Samantha." And I'm like, "Oh, you were, you were. Well, I was worried too. I was worried I was going to spend the night at the school because nobody came to pick me up." <laughs> I didn't say that. I wasn't that feisty, but <laughs> my my sister. I guess one time my mom was late for picking her up at like kindergarten and my sister has never let my mom forget it Jeez. that's what they you know what when you have a child that's you have you just have to deal with it i know she's like you remember that one time when you were late at picking me up at kindergarten and my mom's like shelby you need to let this go man you're like in your 30s and she's like Mm-mm, no i will hold it forever forever did you have a good fourth of july i did i just hung out with my parents nice. what about you what'd you do yeah we had fun mike and i 
grilled well i say mike and i grilled he did all the grilling <laughs> i was just enjoyed the fruits what of did his you labors eat? we had steak oh yeah delightful and mashed steak. potatoes oh and yummy and some cheesecake nice and some fosters australian beer australian beer <laughs> independence yeah and uh so we had a good time we watched baseball nice yeah nice it was fun it was hot it was so hot yesterday it was i was outside like yeah. just hanging out with them but they have like that you know the um shaded um porch you yeah. know so it's nice but we had just like salads basically nice. just kind of light not um you know like nothing that needed a lot of heat to cook yeah. because i was like it's gonna be like 92 yeah. well, so that's let's the nice do. thing about grilling because all that's done outside that's you know? true yeah and i just bought like pre-made mashed potatoes that you put in the microwave oh, yeah <laughs> that's the way to go it's I mean. so, those are so good though. i know they are oh i gosh. love them they probably so got, good. they probably have like half a gallon of heavy cream in them and that's what <laughs> oh. makes them so delightful yeah no they are uh yeah, they're yeah. like, you look at the thing and you're like, oh, 80 grams of fat. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> and I will have a double helping, please. Yes, thank you very much. It was good. It was no, fun. No, I'd like more. Thank you. I like the 4th of July. It's it's one of my faves just because it's pretty chill. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't like to go like see the fireworks with crowds or anything. I don't mind no, fireworks, but I don't either. like to go in the heat when it's hot like it was yesterday. Like, that sounds extra terrible. Ugh. But I just like it because it's summer and you can just chill and, you know, you just hang out. It's just fun. You just hang out? Yeah. Oh, my little bear bear. Okay. All right. He's very distracting. <laughs> um, so, I have news that Allison Mack got let out of prison after two years. Oh. Which. Is that a problem? Well, I think she deserved longer because she, she, do? she uh, basically traf- sex was in sex trafficking. Oh yeah, yeah. The next cult. cult, yeah. Okay, yeah. So she was supposed I to was get three, of and I guess she got two. From that TV show, <laughs> I used to love that team with uh, Larissa Olenek. Yeah, yeah, but you're talking about a real person. I'm talking about a real person. So. Yeah, I think that um, she had a really light sentence. Mm-hmm. I think I would imagine that there would be. I I don't know. I don't well, know. Maybe enough. her involvement wasn't as much as. I think it was right. though. I don't know anything about the story. Because I know these like women the headlines, were, but I don't know the story. Right. Well, the women were branded with her initials and his. Wow. These, yeah. Jeez. Like, yeah. And uh, I've heard. I listened to a podcast. The, the woman that like broke it open, I think, is named Sarah. Um, and just like so, she had like firsthand experience getting this brand and it was like really hard to listen to after a while i was like okay i think i'm good i'm like it was like really getting me down and it was really it was like freaking me out you know it was just so disturbing and and just the way she was and she was very clearly upset while she was talking about it and she was crying you know yeah yeah it was uh so i my um Empathy for Allison Mack and whatever future she has is pretty much limited to nothing. I think, fuck you, Allison. You should be in prison for a lot longer than you were. So, have fun, you piece of shit. Jeez. (laughs) I mean, you're tricking women into getting raped. Like, that's what she did. You know? Fuck her. She's the fucking worst, you know? Well... You heard it here first. <laughs> You're here first. Well, probably not. You probably heard a lot of other places first, but you know. Anyway, so yeah. so I saw a couple movies this week that I wanted to talk about. Okay, 
So Mike and I went to the theater and saw the new movie No Hard Feelings mm-hmm. with Jennifer Lawrence, and it was really funny. I was really it? enjoyed it. It was. It is made it me laugh a lot. Is the picture of her like kissing the guy, like yeah. the cover? Okay, okay. Yeah, this this guy is nineteen, and his parents are like, he's about to go to college, but he hasn't really done anything. He's kind of like a nerdy, like homebody. So we need a woman to date him to sort of wake him up. So when he goes to college, they won't eat him alive, you know. And so they pay Jennifer Lawrence to date him and have sex with him, basically. She agrees. You know, she's like, it's totally consensual. She agrees to it and everything. Well, it's not consensual for him, but, you know. (laughs) Anyway. Um, And then it's just, it's really funny. It reminded me of, like, a 90s comedy in the best ways. Like, it's kind of raunchy. It's kind of unhinged. It's... I don't know. It has some pretty bonkers moments. It was just, it was a fun movie to see in theaters. And I, Mike and I were talking, I was trying to remember the last hilarious movie I saw in theaters. And it's, it's been a while. I couldn't really like pinpoint yeah. which one it was like a legitimate comedy that I saw in theater and all the people were laughing and it was just fun. And it's, it's been a while. It doesn't not oh, counting um, like the cult the classics. Lost City. Oh yeah, that was yeah, a comedy. Yeah, yeah, that was a comedy. Yeah, that's a, yeah. <laughs> you know the reason I, I don't think I laughed that. as hard at the Lost City as no, I did at this. No, it movie. wasn't as funny. But, it was, yeah, yeah. Have you ever that the movie sounds a lot like Failure to Launch? Have you ever seen Failure to Launch? Yes, I have. But Failure it's to Launch not is not great. Good. This <laughs> is not. This is not like. This is like Jennifer Lawrence needs a car so she needs and like they're not really paying her i said that wrong they're giving their a car away okay and she needs a car so okay. she just sort of is like you know let's, like let's, okay let's do this huh, I, I interesting reckon, i think it's funny i think it's it's like it's, it's like super bad in the hangover maybe not quite as raunchy but still really pretty funny hmm. so maybe i'll see it that yeah kind of funny it's a good one. I probably won't see it in theaters, but, you know, maybe. I mean, everything comes out on Hulu, it seems like, five minutes after it goes to theaters. So, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've fun. seen a movie in theaters, and then literally, like, two days later, I'm like, oh, hey, that movie's on Hulu now. Yeah. But you there's know? this fun, there's a there's a novelty to going to the theater and seeing a comedy, I think, because mm-hmm. of the people. And, you know, you're paying for, like, movie theater sound and theater Very quality. True. So, I don't know. We do love going to but, the theater. Um and then Mike and I also watched the movie Teeth. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, You've yeah, You've never yeah. seen it, you said? I have not seen it. Oh, my it. gosh. It is... I'd never seen it either. It is ridiculous. In a bad or good way? Well, I, like... <laughs> like I had what? Fun. I like it? <laughs> I, yeah. I, you, I'm surprised you haven't seen it because you watch a lot of bonkers movies. I do. But... Um, it's so ridiculous. Oh my god! So this woman has teeth in her vagina. Okay, okay. You've heard I of did, it? Yeah, I okay. did. I read it. I read it. I guess I like forgot the synopsis as soon as I read it because now I'm like, oh wow, okay, all right. Yeah. So so I would not recommend it to everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's wild. <laughs> uh, it's pretty low budget. It's, I don't think there's anyone famous in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out, like, recently, though, within the past, like, five years or something? I feel like it came out in, like, 2009. Oh, okay. It's it's older. It is I feel like older. if, maybe, I may be thinking of the movie Raw. So, there's a movie Raw that was, like, about a vampire or something. That one looked kind of gross. I think Mike saw that movie. That's the French movie. He said it was pretty nasty. 
Raw. I don't know. It might be French. I don't know. So it oh, came okay, out in okay, 2007, so. so it's been out for a while. It is... I, I, guessed, I was completing <laughs> it then, yeah. It is... There's also sexual assault in it, and there's just... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's wild. I thought you were more familiar with it. Nope. I'm shocked that you I weren't. I had never seen it. It seems like a movie I, that you'd be like, I watched Chief, <laughs> and I, I loved it. I'm going to watch it 13 I, more times. <laughs> If I would want to watch it based I, on your description, I'm like, yeah, I think I'm okay. It was wild. <laughs> oh, I also had one more thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. I'm on a roll. So <laughs> I ordered some phone charging cables from Amazon. And because I'm a bala <laughs> and I wanted fast free shipping, I signed up for a free month of Prime. Nice. And uh, I know that's a flex. And <laughs> so I sort of got pulled into this. Uh, trailer for a show that's on Amazon. It's called The Summer I Turned Pretty. Mm -hmm. Because apparently there's a season two coming out and the trailer had like a Taylor Swift song in it. Oh. You know my weakness. (laughs) Teen... Teen, uh, teen heartache set to Taylor Swift. Mine's so like, like um, a person exploring themselves set to Salisbury Hill by Peter see, Gabriel. We we all have our yeah. we all have our uh, our weakness. Sure anyway, do. so I the other day I was like, you know what? I got Prime for a month. I'm gonna see what this show is all about, and I couldn't even finish episode one. It is the kissing booth with diversity. <laughs> And I think that we are in for a real treat with the current teen generation all trying to date just the most unpleasant boys on the planet. Like this, this, the Noah character in this, in the summer I turned pretty, his name is Conrad. And Conrad. Like, if, if the girl in it was me, I would be like, so what are you on your period or something to him? You know, like nothing (laughs) beats a good menstruation joke. He's so moody. And she's always, you know, it's one of those stories where it's like, she's had a crush on him forever. Mm -hmm. He's so moody. And he insults her just enough to like keep her wanting more. The nagging, I hate that. Let's not celebrate the culture of boys over 10 years old being mean to women and that meaning they they like them. Like, let's not teach women that that's okay, I don't think. Well, uh, teaching boys that that's not okay anyone, (laughs) because it's not. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah. Because I can see where it's like elementary school behavior because boys and girls are young and they haven't learned and they're growing and maturing totally yeah but when you're like 17 18 19 and you're like literally insulting a woman because you just you're so uh you're a moody little bitch that you can't control your emotions you don't know how to just tell somebody something nice or right. nothing at all and this is supposed to be like oh my gosh he's my heartthrob i mean and that's so, what edward cullen was well you know, that's exactly like, yeah. yeah and uh so also the acting is so saccharine and so schmaltzy but also so bad it really bothered me like there's this now i want to watch <laughs> there's a scene where there's two boys they're like friends so the story is this girl wait wait what's it called the summer, the summer I, turned I turned pretty okay i'm gonna write this there's down. so this girl and her I'm mom really and her brother that. inexplicably i don't know why they spend every summer at their rich friend's like oceanfront house so there's also this like fantasy island aspect where it's like oh there's no rules in beach communities you know mm-hmm. what i mean like everyone wants to live in a wealthy beach community everyone's like super everyone, inexplicably where, rich where do they have this money why do they why do they invite these random people to their house every summer mm-hmm. why do these people go every summer like don't this you, really at, does sound like a the kissing certain booth. point 
well if you recall i said yes, i know that's why i'm agreeing with you i'm saying yes <laughs> yeah. wow this really does yeah. sound like the kissing booth. so <laughs> i was like so anyway um so this there's two sons that are the rich family's kids and wow, then the girl that's... and her brother <laughs> and the girl is like in love with one of them and then the other one is okay, supposedly so like her best friend the kissing but not... booth writers just went yeah. over and started oh, writing yeah. lessons oh, back yeah. got and it so there's this there's this scene where like one of the brothers and her brother her brother is is taking a shower in the bathroom while the friend is like brushing his teeth and they're singing show tunes and it's i think it's supposed to look like they're best buddies and they're just like having so much fun and finishing each other's sentences but there's a couple things going on number one one of them is showering in the room and there's like frosted glass but i started thinking so is this guy gay and he's in love with this guy too but Mm -hmm. i don't think that's the case because he like has his eyes on this other woman so i don't know what the story is there number two there was no chemistry between them not even i'm not talking about romantic i'm talking about like friend chemistry it was pain painful (laughs) painful to watch and um so i actually like I'm so curious now. I'm like, I, I want to watch this garbage. I couldn't finish these episode one, but the addendum to that is the other day, yesterday morning, I was like, I kind of want to talk about it on the podcast, so maybe I should finish episode one. And I turned it on and only had like three minutes left. So I actually had gotten through it. So I watched the rest of episode one, all three minutes of it. And it's That's, just. I love that you were like, yeah. No, I can't. I can't it's even do good. three it's more not, minutes. No, because then I thought, I was thinking to, like, then afterwards, I was like, that show is so terrible. It's so bad. And I was so mad because I really like teen. I like teen dramas, mm-hmm. you know, and and I think it's not a matter of me aging out of them because I still have seen teen dramas that I really like. It's just done really badly. Yeah, well, there and, are some good teen dramas. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I so, mean, like I just seventeen. That was yeah, great. Exactly. You know? Yeah, and so I think like it's 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 the kissing booth with a diverse cast, mm. and it is rough. It is rough. Do also, they still I struggle with the gay thing as well? Like how kissing booth was like, oh, and no. here's a gay character, no. and we're like, where did he well, fucking come from? I got, that's why I was like, I thought maybe, I thought maybe the triangle would be. The sister and brother were both in love with one of the other brothers, which I'd be on board with. Would that. be interesting, you yeah. know, to be like that'd oh, be interesting. Yeah, we grew up as as guy friends, which mm-hmm. I think that is in itself a more interesting story because it's not done very much. No, yeah, and I agree. The you know like there's I guess there's a lot of levels to that because if one of them isn't gay or bisexual, then that would be like a heartbreaking story, but. Maybe one of them is, you know, maybe he is. And, well, and then, you, you know, know so you gotta like, break some eggs to make some omelets, you <laughs> well, know what I'm saying? Like, so I was thinking, like, these two guys are, l- like, being pined after by this brother-sister duo, but no, it's just, you know, it's, it's just it's a kissing booth. It's... Anyway, there's also, like, I think... Because oh, I, I saw the trailer for season two first and that's what brought me into it so i knew some spoilers going Mm -hmm. in to episode one so i kind of know like where the stories lead a little bit there's also like somehow and you don't see this in episode one there's also like a terminal illness storyline woven Mm. in i think okay which is a little bit some John Green, Nicholas Sparks, but not with the kids. <laughs> I think it's with there. like one of the parents. I think so. Some Nicholas Sparks, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I think the terminally ill person, because based on just the trailer I saw for season two, 
the terminally ill adult is in perfect health in episode one so i was like what is happening with this person because they do not they do not seem like they're somebody who's like it it seems like it's a movie terminal illness where they're fine until they're feeling fatal (laughs) you know like i'm the picture of health i'm rosy cheeked (laughs) i'm put together everything is great for me i'm beautiful i have all the energy that you could ever ask for but then when the script calls for it, I'm sure this character is going to be like, <sighs> they're just know? like faint, and they're yeah. like, "Mom fainted in the foyer." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's uh, call the butler. <laughs> this is not. I am not. Listen, I need everybody to listen to me. Mm-hmm. I am not telling anyone to watch this. I am horrified by it, and I'm horrified that this is what future generation. <laughs> The next generation, the generation that's going to be taking care of us, mm-hmm. is absorbing. and um, It's scary, isn't it? I'm like, girl, I already know who you should go for. It's not the moody guy. Never go for the moody guy because no. he's pissy. You know he's what? annoying. I know you moody, never know you're going to get. I know moody adult men. And, oh, uh, me too. And they're red annoying. Flag, red flag. <laughs> yes. So, time. Yeah. Metanata flag. <laughs> That's what they say. It's like a Reddit thing, I yeah. think. Um, yeah, that. Um, well, I wrote it down because I kind of want to watch it now. <laughs> I'm, well, I've only seen episode one, so it's like one of those things where it's like, well, it's like the kissing booth where you're like, listen, it's so <laughs> shitty that I was like, okay, well, Literally, now I have to watch it. <laughs> I told you about the kissing booth to save you from the kissing booth, but then we ended up <laughs> watching all three. Was, you know yeah. what though? It was so it was worth fun. it because it, those were such terrible. fun episodes to record. Terrible. Like they were, oh, yeah. they're so bad mm-hmm. and disgusting. I mean, just bad. I was like, please, can yeah. you stop kissing? And because you know, this, it's like, traumatizing. The show <laughs> it's really nasty. <laughs> episode one was all full of so many tropes. You know, the the guy she has a crush on is in a fight. She tries to break it up. Oh, and he boy. accidentally punches her in the face. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, those things. And then she has a bruise the next day. <laughs> you know, those tropey things. Oh, boy. That sounds. I love it. she's a damsel in distress damsel in distress i don't actually love it i'm a damsel i'm in distress i think like (laughs) what she say i can't there's this there's quoting hercules oh i was quoting disney hercules (laughs) i saw that you never saw it no it's kind of cute it's funny james woods plays hades and he plays a pretty funny hades so it's kind of worth it to see it for him okay yeah yeah um i like it i mean it's nothing special but it's it's fun. It's you're fun for really, what it is. You're making me want to see Well, it. you know, I've only seen it like... Uh, Disney movies are pretty good. Four times, I think, maybe. I so. really haven't seen many Disney cartoons that I'm like, that was garbage. I love so. Disney cartoons. I didn't like The Incredibles, so maybe that one. Yeah. That's... Maybe I should oh, that was Disney Pixar. Show, I don't know. But anyway. Um, I love The Incredibles. A I, lot of people do. And I really I feel love like, the second one, too. I feel like I was... T- totally just unimpressed by it maybe i need to watch it again maybe i don't know yeah you have disney plus don't you i sure do yeah yeah there you go and i own it there i go so because I, I love that movie <laughs> i i really was into like superhero stuff for a long time until marvel started coming out with a lot of You're the og it's like yeah. it was just because i liked um like did you ever see God, it's with Dane DeHaan. I think it's called like Project X. Mm -mm. It's interesting. So it's like a, it looks like a found footage 
film, but it's like about these kids that get Triple superpowers. Um, what is it? <laughs> what? Found? Oh yeah, I'm gonna look it up because I, you know, what I don't care enough. You can look it up later. It's it's with Dane DeHaan and he gets superpowers. Sure. And it's like the first thing I'd ever seen him in, and um and it was like it was an interesting take on like a superhero movie because a lot of found footage stuff is usually you know like scary mm-hmm. uh but this was just kind of different and it was very unique and i was like this is really cool and i really liked it or i liked it from what i remember i only saw it once like 10 plus years ago but um i can't remember the name but anyway um yeah i was into like the superhero stuff like heroes like that show and then it just kind of all that marvel stuff came out and i went you know what i don't really care anymore because it's just it was like too oversaturated so I can't remember when the exact moment was, but I <laughs> want to say it was probably around the third Captain America. Okay. Yeah, I think that was probably it. I was like, I didn't see it, and I was like, um, I'm fine. <laughs> you know? That was a good one. I like that one. Civil yeah. War. No, the no, Winter the Soldier. One. The Winter Soldier, I like that one, too. Oh, Civil War was the third one. Yeah, Winter Soldier was the second one. That's what I said. Oh, I'm <laughs> no. so sorry. I no, know you're right. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I was... I, Civil War... I like both. I like the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and I like Civil War, but... I didn't see... Yeah, I didn't see Civil War. Yeah. So I saw Winter Soldier. What is he staring at? Mm-hmm. Barry, you have to tell me if it's a bug or a ghost. You know the deal. The accord. What if it's a bug ghost? The covenant. <gasps> Well, that's even scary. A ghost of the undead bug. <laughs> He's like, I'm a ghost. <laughs> buzz, buzz, buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. I scared you. <laughs> I can't die. Uh, I'm a real bug. <laughs> He's just staring. Yeah, it's got to be. It's a bug. Oh, it is. I see it. It's yeah, up there. It's like a little, a little fly or something. Bug. Yeah. Yeah. At least it's not like that prehistoric. Oh my gosh, that was scary. That bug that she, came into your apartment once. She's leaving. I've never seen a bug like that before or I since. I never either. She it, was leaving in this like massive winged like. I don't it, even know what it was. It was like it was like a foot long because it had these super long huge. like tendrils yeah. yeah it was wide and, too it wasn't like a narrow long yeah. bug it was like a wide it was it looked like a jungle bug it looked yeah and that i was like just somehow got up here maybe flew was, in on some bananas or something i was like you're not allowed to leave until you help she me was, yeah and, and, and it flew like, behind okay. your your uh entertainment center and in my head i was like i don't know how we're gonna get him out i don't even remember what we did we evacuated i don't even i don't remember it either. was so big it I've was never huge. seen a bug like that i think we captured every it, like, time i leave your apartment or... i think that uh, i think about that you know it's weird i've ne- i've never seen anything like that no since. me neither it was and like mike, a freak of nature mike bug. lives in the woods and i've never seen a bug like it's that so at weird. his house either it's so weird have you ever this is really random but um so i when i was re- this is months ago but when i was researching for um the cap arcona uh the history episode i'm gonna do which eventually i will talk about whenever this is finally <laughs> ready you can leave this in <laughs> anyway thank you <laughs> so um thank you for allowing me to you leave it <laughs> are so welcome i was gonna leave it in anyway <laughs> But uh, there was I usually play Zelda where I ed- while I edit, so a lot of things get have been getting left. You in. know, I watch like w- Will and I watch movies while I play Sims, and that's why half the time I'm like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, but so there was a there was a whole thing where they're like, oh yeah, the first class would eat beluga uh, caviar, and I was like, what the hell? Belugas are mammals, and so I like didn't understand it. And then I was watching a show called Animal Control, which I think I told you about. It's with um. 
Joel McHale. He basically plays Jeff from Community. It's like they were trying to recreate Community, but they just didn't quite get there because it didn't have the same dynamic, you know, and same, like, chemistry. And anyway, a lot of stuff missing. But um, they had a sturgeon that they had to take off the road. It was like a dead sturgeon. Like this, and I don't know if you've seen the sturgeon, but they're huge. They're um, like five I fucking have feet. Caught a sturgeon have you really? They're in just animal crossing. crossing. Oh. <laughs> you anyway. had us in the first half. <laughs> it's in the mu- it's in the museum on my island. Thank you. Yeah, oh, there you go. Anyway, I love going. it. No, I, I haven't seen one in real life though. They're uh, like prehistoric and they are oh. ugly AF. So I'm like looking into them because I love ugly fish. I don't know why. They it's just do a have thing kind I do. Of like a spiny look. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like looking at it and I was like beluga sturgeon. Oh, oh exactly. I didn't know that either. Interesting. I know. And I'm like, here I am. Like, and I was just accepting it. I didn't even look into it. I was like, okay, I guess beluga whale have caviar, whatever. Anyway, so I'm like typing away, you know, blah, blah. And then I look into it later and I was like, beluga sturgeon that makes so much more sense so yeah now fun fact of the day yeah now we all know that yep so that's that (laughs) (laughs) anyway i don't know why i went to that that. no i liked it i learned something yeah there you go and if you look up sturgeon you're gonna be like oh (laughs) because they are they are ugly ass fish like my god they look like mini fishy crocodiles Kind of. Yeah, they have like a snout kind of. Yeah, they're like, yeah. They're I know creepy, I learned that in Animal looking. Crossing when I took them to Blathers. What is that? Blathers. Facts. He's an owl who runs the museum. Oh. <laughs> nice. you, have to, you have to run everything by him. Oh, really? He hates bugs, but he likes fish <laughs> and paintings. <laughs> Interesting. And statues. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> he he hates nice. bugs. I also don't like He's bugs, really but cute, I do like, like paintings and statues. <laughs> if you give him a bug, he'll be like, oh, what a wretched thing. <laughs> do you want to hear about it? And if you say yes, he'll be like, oh, okay. And then he'll give you facts. <laughs> but if you give him like a fossil yeah. or a fish, he'll be like, let me give you some facts. Oh, that's so, cute. Because he likes them, but he doesn't, he doesn't like bugs. And he's like, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Not everyone's into entomology. What can I say? You know? Yeah. Some kitties are into <laughs> entomology. Yeah. Bear is. Yeah. Bear's keep... the one who got us talking about bugs in the first <laughs> place. I know. Bear, look what you did. Look what you made me do. Do you even care? Oh, oh no. did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Sorry. anyway. Cold nose on my leg. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, so, do you want to talk about the movie? Let's do it. All right. So... Let me um, talk about how this came about. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even remember why you wanted it on the list. It's been so long. It's because it's from Community. Oh, it's another Community You probably told me that, but I totally forgot. I still don't so, know. So. <laughs> so there's like, it's a very quick little quip, but I've just, I've just watched the show over and over because I love it so much, you know? And... Um, it's a scene, you know what, I have to actually look up the actor real quick, because I'm not totally sure about his his name. I think it's Rob Hubel, but I also feel like that's not right. So, it, <laughs> the suggestion came from Community. It was an episode where Jeff, his old lawyer friend, played by Rob Corddry, came <laughs> back in his life because he was at, I think his name was Alan. So, Alan was at a Narcotics Anonymous meeting. And what Abed said was that he was like, oh, yeah, this guy is a bad influence on him. Just like <laughs> Rob Lowe was a bad influence on James Spader in the movie Bad Influence. And uh, and Shirley goes, oh, he was a bad influence. And like, 
Abbott's like, oh, you've seen it? And then that's it. That's all there is. That's and that, the discussion. that is what encouraged <laughs> and you. That, and so I was like, I have to see this movie. In 1990. So, yeah. yeah. So geez. we put it on our list in about 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and we just recently watched we, it. It kept getting, you know, like we've removed things from the list. Mm-hmm. We've added things to the list. And Bad Influence just stayed. It just stayed. Yeah. yeah. So now my question for you is what did you think of the movie? It was fun. It pulled me in. Uh, I was intrigued by it. It's a thriller. I so this is my review of it in a nutshell. It's not. It's a big nut. So just hang on a second. Okay. Ride along with me. When I was working at the theater, uh, like in the first couple months that I was working there, it like occurred to me. And this is silly. I know it's going to sound silly, but I don't really know how to explain it. But it profoundly occurred to me like wow movies come out every weekend and i knew that i knew that but i didn't know it you know what i mean like like i was confronted every weekend there's a new movie coming out be it good be it bad every weekend a movie comes out and that was like something that i just never really uh except i don't know like i don't like i took it for granted maybe or i just you know like anyway um and this movie is the perfect example of like a movie that just came out one weekend and maybe you know you were like hey it's three o'clock on a saturday let's go see a movie right what's playing this this is 1990 that we were talking what's playing let's look in the newspaper let's call the phone line that's what they did in the 90s movie times there's this oh movie my god called- i hated doing that it was so funny i was like yeah, i don't care about that okay no next thank you they'd be like they just keep talking because you can't choose next you have to mm-hmm. listen to the whole damn thing and <laughs> you know? uh and you're like there's this movie with bad influence with james spader it's on at 3 15 let's go see it so you go see the movie it's not horrible so you're not like what was that piece of crap it's not amazing so you're like oh my gosh that was so good it's a movie that you saw one yeah. day and mm-hmm. then 10 years later you're in blockbuster and you're like oh yeah we saw that <laughs> yeah. remember yeah that's yeah. that's bad influence this to is, me yeah like i, I watched it yesterday on my day off in the afternoon laying on the couch it pulled me in it's a wild ride james spader is a you know and i was even talking to mike about it and he said yeah he said at the very least, like James Spader would probably make it interesting, and and I, I think that James that's right Spader. as well. Like James Spader yeah. made it interesting, and it's uh, it's it's fine. It's a movie. It's fun while you're watching it. Um, five years from now, I'll be hanging <laughs> out, and I'll be like, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. you know, you won't be at a blockbuster though because right. they don't exist they don't anymore. Exist anymore. <laughs> but you know, it's yeah. just it's one of those. It was fun. It's a popcorn. It's a popcorn movie. I think it is. Yeah. It's the more colloquial it term. Is. But what did you think? Um, I didn't really like it. No, no. <laughs> I thought it was. Um, I thought it was kind of poorly written. A lot of things felt convenient for convenience sake. Um, I felt that he was way too pulled pulled way too easily into this world without having any real like emotional. Um, reactions over what was happening and so i had a hard time like kind of like caring about the role in the movie you know and the character and i was so i was actually pretty bored by the end i was like counting down the minutes i was like okay we got three more minutes just this is the longest three minutes of my life so i will it, say that it felt I was, like a much longer movie i know there's ads but i was not like i thought it was going to be terrible mm-hmm. so that's why i never argued when it got pushed down the list <laughs> 
so maybe that changed maybe that's why i was like yeah, i was entertained yeah maybe but i don't think you're maybe. wrong i don't think you're wrong mm-hmm. i don't think it's i do not think the writing is is great no it's not i think it's you know i think it's there's a reason why i, I had never heard of it until you brought it up and put it on the list yeah and mike had never heard of it either Thanks we were talking about that but from community so i i don't think you're wrong uh-huh. It's kind of like Beauty and the Beast, where I was like, okay, it's a movie. And you were like, not, I mean, like the French Beauty and the Beast. Okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's like, it's not a no, movie. no, no. So, <laughs> no. I don't think you're wrong. It is something, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think what I was kind of no, trying to quote okay. the, uh, the thing that the Feather Duster says in the cartoon, but now I can't remember. I actually recently just watched the cartoon version like oh, nice. two or three weeks ago with a friend. Yeah, because she came over and I was like, what do you want to watch? Because we watched, that was the one I watched Blazing Saddles. And then we watched something after. I was like, what do you want to watch? And she's like, let's just watch Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, great. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So we put it on. And I was like, I fucking love this movie so much. So it just, it really like solidified my love for it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, this, um, I don't think I had high expectations for this film, but I was kind of like, okay, all right, this is, this is kind of stupid, you know? Yeah. I mean, stupid is a fine word to use, but I don't think it was, for me, it wasn't like horrible stupid. Mm -hmm. It was just like. Right, whatever. It's a lark. <laughs> oh, the guy, so the guy Howard, um, I recognized him, and I was like, "Oh, Q, right? E- e- what? No, wait, is Howard Q? No, no, his name is Howard. No, I mean from um, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Isn't his name Q? What's his? I name? have no idea. Yeah, John Delancey. Oh, okay. He played Q in Star Wars in Star Trek. Star Trek. Anyway, you, maybe you haven't watched that. No, I haven't okay. seen it, but I thought he looked familiar. So I looked him up, and he was the creepy doctor in The Hand That Rocked the Cradle. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, he has that look about I him. I only, like, that movie, uh, like, there's immediately a sexual assault scene, and I couldn't handle it at there's, the time. And there's I, an homage so I never to finished that scene. It. That scene really? is recreated in teeth, basically. Oh, is it? And he gets his comeuppance. <laughs> <laughs> sure, he does. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, he takes his glove off when he's doing an exam. Oh, yeah, that so. was like super. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I that like at the at the time uh, for some reason I was just like, nope, mm-hmm. can't handle this right now. I sense. cannot no, handle this, and I, I didn't finish watching it because I I liked uh, Annabella Annabelle Scoria is her name. She's in it, and um, she was in that movie What Dreams May Come, and so I liked her from oh, that. Yeah. But I like I I was just like anyway. So I looked him up and I. I had a hard time. I was like, Lauren, you have to remember that this is just an actor. You have to distance. You're like, he's not a creep in this role as well. Like, you have to just remember that. But I still found him creepy. And I just don't. I don't think it was his fault. I think it was just me. But yeah. maybe he was creepy. No, I don't think I, he was. He was he just an executive. He was just, yeah. yeah. He, he does have an air of, like, kind of, like, villainy about him, though. He's a little. Because he plays, uh, yeah. like, like, the apex villain in Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, you know, like. Maybe he's, like, him Ben. And Picard um, are, like, always at odds. And what's he's it? an alien, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he looks like a human. Yeah. He's, he's one of those he, lucky races of aliens that look like humans. <laughs> yeah um he uh, reminds me yeah he he just kind of has that like i feel like michael shannon also has that like villain look and i've only really recently within the past like five years started seeing him in roles where he's not a villain Mm -hmm. and that was like 
finally thank you like he's yeah. he's capable of playing someone who's not a villain he's we've seen that mo- like he was in um what was it nine perfect strangers and that uh nicole kidman show and he was like just his his character was just so sad and like just a like he lost his son he like his son had died and so he was just going through this like immense trauma and tragedy and i'm like people need to like remember like he's like he he's he's a very good actor and he's a very versatile actor is what i'm saying but anyway but i think he also has that like creepy kind of vibe around him but mm-hmm. so i started i wrote that um like when his fiance is like talking to him about wanting a baby and stuff like that. Oh, finally the lights come on. Great. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> They're storm warning lights. They're red. Hey, yeah. Um, so he has a stomach ache when she starts saying that she wants a baby, and I was like, and she's like, I think it's for, I think it's work related, and I was like, Mm-mm. it's not work related because if he, it was work related, he would have gotten a stomach ache beforehand, and not right at the moment when she said that she wanted a yeah, baby. Yeah. Well, also, in addition to wanting a baby, he he didn't want to get married. Yeah. Like, right. But also, right. like, I didn't really. <laughs> This is gonna be mean to say, but what's her name? Ruth. Ruth is the woman's. They're they're engaged. Uh-huh. Uh, they don't see each other very often in the movies, so I'm questioning yeah. their relationship initially. But then also, she's like the first thing she says to him is she's like, "I don't think I can get married in October, but are you free in November?" And so it's like a business transaction, <laughs> right, right? To begin with, so I'm like. Like, at the entire month of November, I don't know, give me like, a fucking date. That's like, I don't think that's how weddings work. <laughs> no, they don't. It's not like, oh, hey, I can't go to that movie on Thursday. Yeah. Would you want to go on Saturday it's instead? Like, hey, you know that wedding that we planned for and sent invitations out for? Yeah, like, I can't You don't, like, send another save it. the date and go, I'm sorry, guys, and it's actually not in October. It's going to be in November. As a so. testament <laughs> to what you said, I think the writing is really bad because they did this thing where she was like, I just don't think I can marry you or something like that. Uh-huh. She's like, I don't think I'm, Oh no, I'm having, what did she say? Like, I'm she's having like, cold feet or I can't. She said like, I'm having second thoughts. I'm having second or, thoughts. Yeah. That's what it is. She's like, but I'm it was having about, second like, thoughts. Lunch or no, something? No, it was about marrying. She goes, I'm having second thoughts. Not about marrying you. Yeah. About October. Are you free in November? And I was like, who says it like that? And, I, then, and then later in that scene, she's like, I'm so sorry. I made you worry. And I'm like, you know what makes me worry is somebody who treats a wedding like a business event yeah. and not so maybe it was supposed to be a business event you know i mean i would think so because he mutually another woman with no thought about his no he did not it was almost like he wasn't even engaged at the time they had a legends of the fall sex scene (laughs) with every single position imaginable except this time with technology and (laughs) we were lucky enough to see an old woman not able to stop a vcr tape but instead fast forward through some of the scenes not fast forward through some of them it's you know i know i know this poor woman's like turn it off like, hold on i gotta pull up that i gotta what is her name her name is her marcia cross marcia that's the real person's name okay it's ruth right ruth yeah oh i'm on the wrong one his secretary leslie was really familiar to me do you know what she's from she did not look familiar to me at all actually kathleen will hoity um I felt bad for her though. I didn't. She she was like, "Listen, I'm out of here." I just I just felt bad for her cuz she had to deal with him yeah, and he's just being a real dick. Mick. Mick. Yeah. 
I wrote Michael and Mick, and it's in. I really, really like James Spader. I think he's a very talented, multiversal actor. You know, yeah. Um, because I've seen him play like everything from like really creepy characters to, um. You know, like loving people. I mean, I like you know the the movie that sold me on him was Sex Lies and Videotape. You know, like I was like, oh my god, I love James Spader. Like I am a huge fan now. And you know what? I've been a fan for a long time. I even watched Blacklist, and I did not like the majority of that cast because they were not good actors. <laughs> there is this one guy who I always thought kind of looked like George Pappard. His name is Diego Klattenhoff. Isn't that an interesting name? Oh, dang, a little Spanish-German. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, okay, so... Clea, what are your, what's your, what was what? that name you said that one time? Clea? Uh, Cla- <laughs> I think it's like Klaus, I think. Clea? Clea's bang. Clea's <laughs> bang. Um, yeah, so he really, like, didn't seem at all to give a shit that he had a fiance you know? I think that the the reason this movie worked for me is because I think that James Bader character Michael mm-hmm. was kind of a piece of shit oh to begin you with think? like before the movie started <laughs> oh yeah the yeah. only thing is he was a mousy piece of shit mm-hmm. so people didn't realize it right away right right he just needed Rob Lowe's character Alex mm-hmm. to be the quote-unquote bad influence yeah, that he needed he was to a break bad him influence. out of his shell. So I think that that is maybe one of the reasons why I found the movie a little bit fun was because I didn't like any of the characters. No, from I don't the think you're supposed to. I didn't yeah. really like them. And so I was just able to watch a movie about terrible people without feeling like like these people, I, I have to empathize with them. I just didn't, you know? <laughs> I know, because the entire movie I'm watching it and I was like, Am I supposed to empathize or like Michael? Because I really don't. Like, I, I really am kind of like, yeah, kind of made your own bed and now you have to lie in it. You know? I think he was just, he's just, he's just like the guy who wants to murder somebody but doesn't have the guts. <laughs> he's Dane Cook and Mr. Brooks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And except he doesn't get killed in the end. That's true. I think we're supposed to <laughs> empathize with his brother yeah. above everyone else. Which I... Uh, I didn't care about his brother I didn't really so care about his brother either. I would have either. been sad if his brother got murdered. Yeah. Because I was like, that's wasteful. But I didn't really he was, otherwise. Well, he was like, really seemed to really only have like two things that he thought about. One was that he had no money because he couldn't get a job because he had like a record. And I was like, okay, so he sold weed. some weed. Yeah. Like, In the 80s, you can't I remember. He didn't sell weed last year when I it know. became legal. I know, you I know. know. But I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking with like my 2000, you know, 20 whatever yeah. brain that it became legal. And I'm like, please, it's just weed. But people have gone to prison for a long time right. for ha- having weed. Um, so... Which uh, I think there's a lot of, there's like nonprofits that are working on getting people like that freed. And I'm like, wh- I'm like, yeah, like put people, whatever. I'm going to get on. Okay. I'm going to get on my soapbox well, and I don't need to. As, <laughs> as soon as it became legal, they should have just f- freed the people who are in it for weed. Yeah. I mean, you'd think, but um, anyway, so. So we meet Alex. First of all, we see like this woman who has this like horrendous boyfriend. It was like, what was her name? It was like Karen and um, 
I watch a lot of Will and Grace. I'm like Jack. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't remember their names, but, but anyway, he seemed really unpleasant. She no, probably should have dumped him. Un- oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's like all like super controlling and stuff like that. He was and like nineties, nineties fitness instructor. <laughs> he was Scandinavian Scandinavian fitness instructor. He he's probably gonna go take down Nakatomi Plaza <laughs> as soon as the him and his girlfriend work out whatever. <laughs> Oh yeah, they weren't German. I thought they. Uh, well, I guess Hans Gruber. Well, I said Scandinavian, but yeah, <clears throat> they were German. But yeah, different yeah. things. But the still. German. Also Germans. Um. So, so anyway, so he like so Alex approaches the situation, and the thing he the first thing he does is he breaks a fucking bottle, and I was like, extreme. Okay let's let okay yeah that's that's the way to escalate it that's the way to calm someone down who's a fucking nutcase like who's clearly unhinged Mm -hmm. and who's like almost beating up his girlfriend like yeah let's let's threaten him with death that's a great idea or violence whatever anyway so i was immediately like okay michael maybe you should look at this situation and then go you know what i'm good i'm just gonna go the opposite way but instead he's like let's hang out and get drunk and shit you're kind of you're kind of jumping I am. over some things. So thirsty. Sorry, hold on. I think Michael. So Michael was getting roughed up by this guy because Michael sort of stepped in. Oh yeah, yeah. For the yeah. woman, and the and Michael he was like slammed. He slammed Michael's head onto the bar and was the, like yeah. holding him there. And that's so true. That's right. Alex yeah. was like rescuing him. That's true. You know? That's true. That's true. <laughs> and, you're right. Uh, you're right. I guess I so, kind of glossed then, over that part. And then later. Michael ran into Alex on the pier. Oh, I want to talk about that because that's what? (laughs) What? No, I have. I just like that we're doing a movie podcast and you're like, (laughs) let's talk about the scene in a movie that we're talking about. So, yeah, I know. But I really specifically want to talk about this because. Can I guess what you were going to say? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Were you as upset as I was that he had to go for a night on the town as super sweaty from jogging (laughs) okay that's not what i was thinking about but um, i thought maybe that would bother you like it bothered me but no uh it did kind of gross me out but i was like i was like okay go out and stink like you smell like sweat like whatever but um no what bothered me is that he is so he's talking with the the foreign woman who is just has the name of eurasian woman because apparently she can't have a name eurasia Uh, Eurasian woman, yeah. Eurasian woman. Eurasian woman. I was like, because I was looking through, and I was like, okay, so she doesn't even have a name. That's cool. Like <laughs> threesome woman. Like I'm glad that Karen, who was in the movie for all of three seconds, had a fucking name. But Eurasian woman, who has like a sex scene and like three other scenes, had no name. Which one was Karen? Karen was the girl at the bar, who oh, with the man. shitty boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Is this a race thing? What's going on? You know? <laughs> anyway. Director doesn't like your race. It was the 90s. I'm just saying. Um, well, he said, so Alex said to her that he said it was taking a little longer than he thought it would. And then he never follows up on what that means. Well, so she handed him this like envelope and it's full of money because he uses it to pay later. Mm-hmm. And then he's hanging out with her again. So, yeah, we never find out what yeah. their big con is. Right, right. There's and he's no like, follow-up. It's just like he he finds this woman and they hang out and have threesomes sometimes. <laughs> well, and it was seems- she in the apartment where he left at the beginning of the yeah. movie? Uh, 
All I saw was oh, her. Oh, I don't know. No, you, I think you just see a silhou- a, her silhouette. A, a breast comparison. Because <laughs> they made sure to show her naked breast multiple <laughs> times. But and she then can't later have a in the name. Movie. As I'm, I'm yeah. just saying. She, you can see her naked if body, but her. she can't have a name. Also, I was taken down memory lane to see him <laughs> rifle through, like, um photo lab photos mm-hmm. in the envelope you know yeah, and that was never brought up again either yeah i was like and what also is this why guy was doing? he picking and choosing through yeah, them you know like it didn't make any sense incriminating based on <laughs> my guess of what incriminating would be and then he tossed it into a dumpster right but he that kept was getting other photos like yeah. that didn't make any sense we don't know anything about him no we don't we, don't we have know. no he idea he also has tremendous connections because he was able to move yeah. james spader's total apartment in like a span of yeah. a couple hours i know and those like those cupboards look like they were like 10 feet up like i was like looking at them i was like are they really tall or is that just me because they seemed super tall to me like i don't know maybe i was just tripping it was but in dutch village <laughs> um, that's where tall people live oh that was my <laughs> i like it good. i'm not i'm what? not just uh I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did that freak you out? I heard like a meh or something. Yeah. But okay, anyway, go ahead. Him. He's just a baby. Um, yeah, so we never find out what kind of work he does. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if he was like an assassin, I would be like, okay, I'm on board. A hitman. Sh- sure. That makes total sense with the kind of character he is. And with the incriminating pictures that he apparently can keep some because I guess they're less incriminating than others. Oh, maybe I don't they're, know. yeah, they like they're trophies. Memories. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're memories. I don't want to get rid of yeah. my criminal memories. <laughs> anyway, um, so we Mr. never Brooks. find out what him and Mr. Brooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, Mr. Brooks is better at hiding stuff, though. So I'm just saying, Mr. Brooks is still alive and running around murdering people, and Alex isn't. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway so yeah so he never he never like says any he never does anything like that and then there's this song so they go so uh, sweaty sweaty uh michael and alex go into the bar and they're playing the nymphs are playing that's the name of the band and the song i felt like was a little too on the nose the <laughs> lyrics were what is in a killer's eyes i just have to know and i was like so someone's gonna be a killer probably <laughs> makes the most sense yeah, like I yeah. Was, as i'm watching also oh speaking of on the nose mm-hmm. there's this random nonsense scene of michael showing his brother whose name is pismo yeah first of all who the fuck named their child so pismo why parents, did you name your child michael their parents had a yeah i was like, just gonna say that is pismo older or younger i couldn't tell i don't know i'm I, doing a project i'm chairman of the pismo beach relax disaster relief they lost everything that means they lost everything daddy <laughs> uh so yeah who names a kid pismo and no yeah. wonder he's a ne'er-do-well because his name is pismo yeah i mean you're I basically like, creating him to have a shit life yeah. because his name is pismo <laughs> yeah it's like I and would then, be like, so you got Michael, who's like a very successful stockbroker. Yeah, and Pismo's just like, I'm just gonna get high. Yeah, <laughs> like his little. I was bong. gonna get a job, but then I got high. Anyway, that's that's the song that should be playing when he's on. Yes. So anyway, um, I lost my train of thought. What were you talking about? You love what? I lost my train of thought. Oh no, the nonsense scene. So there's this nonsense scene speaking of scenes that don't that you know they're going to come into play later like it literally this scene 
they should have just put a scroll on the bottom of the screen that said this will come in handy later <laughs> there's a scene so so pismo is at michael's apartment mm-hmm. and michael is showing him this get up he has where there's a video camera <laughs> oh, that feeds that. On. directly to the tv and just records you mm-hmm. and i was like well obviously this is gonna come yeah. in handy. like things are gonna get recorded and played right. on this tv no questions asked because this scene <laughs> makes no like honestly you don't even we don't even need to know how he came to get that equipment you can no. still use it you can people even, know what video cameras are the thing is they didn't even need to mention it because it was there right that's it was it. there it was there it was very obviously there yeah. it was not like and one of the i almost wrote this down but i was like no i don't know for some reason i didn't but the i almost wrote down the most unrealistic thing about this movie is that pismo wasn't looking at himself when he was recording <laughs> He was looking at the camera. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> you should sell it. And I was like, Pismo, your lines don't matter in the scene. It's only because you know what? Honestly. Okay. I will concede. Pismo, I will concede. Name. What they could do is when Alex, like in a, in a perfect world, Alex comes to Michael's apartment and Alex gestures to the video camera and says something like, are you a little kinky? And, and then Michael says, oh, I set that up because I was doing a, a resume, a video resume. Right, or right. Or I had to do, you know what I mean? Like, just if they want, you know, that's like a Chekhov's gun. Well, he doesn't but even instead, need to say anything about it. He just go like, <laughs> like laugh. That's sure, it. That's true, too. Anything. Like, but there's like, normal people just don't have that set, like normal people <laughs> just don't have that set up. Right. Like showing their poor brothers. It's just like like what's the point and then like in that scene yeah. you find out like his brother's like because i think in a deeper movie he's like filling the void with buying stuff because he has like golf clubs and he has this and his brother pismo right. is pismo i just like to say his name pismo is like he's like you i know just what? want to keep saying better, beach after yeah pismo, you better beach. watch out because a month from now you're gonna have an espresso maker and then when alex comes over michael's like you want an espresso so he got the espresso <laughs> oh, did. maker I didn't even realize that. yeah. yeah that's funny so he's obviously like a depraved lonely sad character because right. number one he's filling the void with stuff and number two like you said he so easily crosses the line into like will, being influenced that it's he like, obviously has that in him he just didn't nobody would like open the door for him you know know, i actually it's interesting i was watching a black mirror episode and there was a very similar idea very similar idea i'm using air quotes because it was a this woman this young woman who's probably like 25 and she um accidentally cuts herself and the blood lands on like a it's like a it's like a demonic thing that calls forth like it's a rune or something that calls forth the demon boy haven't we all been there (laughs) she finds it at like a hellraiser basically (laughs) um yeah but there's like the yeah i mean yes but it's it like ties this demon to you basically yeah so this demon comes out and hey and he's like he's kind of fun he's he's he looks like a rock star because he was like showing her like the most appealing like look to her so she was oh. thinking like this rock star this video she was watch- watching of a rock star and he's like you need to end three people's lives or the apocalypse is going to happen well, and this sounds like m night Shyamalan. <laughs> i know knock at the cabin um and 
she she's like i've never thought about harming anyone in my life and he's like okay but i i came to you because you're corruptible so something in mm, you is bad yeah. but you also see all these visions of her imagining like slamming people's heads into ah. counters because she's getting so frustrated and so as i was watching this it was really reminding me of that that's a um, good tie-in the black mirror episode was it was fine it wasn't the best i've ever seen it was entertaining enough but it wasn't like i'm i've seen better but anyway um but as I was watching that, I was like, man, this really reminds me of that. But the Black Mirror episode was better than Bad Influence, you know, like, <laughs> sure. not by much, but it was. <laughs> and it's just, it's just like, so Michael has what you're assuming is this corruptibility within him. That's like, a good way of putting yeah, it. Yeah, like he may come across as being very like um, straight laced. Yeah, he's uh, he's marrying into a very rich family, as we saw. So I think that he says that like he asked um, Marsha Cross's character, what was her name again? Ruth. Ruth, yeah. yeah. So he asked Ruth to marry him, and this is what he's saying to Alex, and Alex is like, well, why? Like, what you, you're clearly not into it. You, you fucked someone else last night like you're clearly not into this and he's like oh I don't want to lose her and part of me is wondering is it that he didn't want to lose her or didn't want to lose her money yeah it seems like probably the latter because like he I mean he the video was shown and he just bailed like he didn't try to excuse it he wasn't like this is from 10 years ago like I mean I don't know. He could have apologized. He could have done anything, but he was just like, you know what? This is it. I yeah. burned my bridge and I'm well, out of here. It was like he was He was like, oh, finally, I have a reason to yeah, leave. Yeah, but that's also part of the thing I felt like was too convenient was that it was like there isn't enough emotion tied to these things that are happening to this guy. Like in t- really until the end when he finds Claire dead in his apartment, you know, mm-hmm. with also like the checkups gone of like the golf clubs, like, oh, do you golf? Like, you know, and he's yeah. like, no. And I was like, those are going to be used later for something nefarious. And I was right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's, it's just, it, it's and uh, this. Okay. So like, <sighs> So this this is just maybe like my own personal thing, but Alex's fake accents made me want to reach into the like. Well, TV I was like, nobody is punch him in the face. I was getting I, so irritated. I felt like that was the idea. Like they were supposed to sound like really bad accents, mm-hmm. and I was like, nobody, nobody <laughs> believes those. Yeah, I was like, I can't believe nobody that someone would be like, those. yeah, like, oh, you're from France. That's interesting, Francois. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. What part of France are you from? <laughs> yeah. And what... I don't know. I can't... I don't know. I've never been to France. But um, we're like really know any French people. Do I know any French people? No. I know a lot of German people, though. Anyway. Um, so I did have to say that I really like the whole like back and forth with Patterson. That was... Except for like him getting beat up. That was not fair. Well, yeah. I mean, like Patterson was kind of a piece of shit too. He was a real asshole, but he didn't deserve to get like traumatized and beat up. You know what I no, mean? No, of course yeah. not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I liked how it, it uh, Michael sort of started by dipping his toe into this like, oh, I can be assertive. Mm-hmm. Like Alex sort of enlightened him and was like, you can be assertive. Right. Stand up for yourself. And that so he also did. felt like that happened too quickly. Did that feel like that happened too quickly to, for you? Uh, no, because, well, 
I'm not saying the writing is really good, but I felt like like you said him about him being corruptible. I was like, yeah, he just needed he just needed something to push him over the edge. I mean, he and maybe he was, wanted to be this way. Yeah, he just. So I yeah. think he like I think he felt slightly impotent, like he couldn't retaliate mm-hmm. because he's too afraid of like social norms and graces you know like case in point he asked a woman he didn't even really want to marry to marry him yeah I, so i mean and then it's like good for her for dodging that massive bullet good for because her for seeing him have sex with another <laughs> woman i mean no lucky for her maybe. lucky for yeah no yes, maybe not I meant, lucky yeah. i don't know but well i think the thing is the thing is that my heart goes out to ruth because even though she's a very very small part I cannot imagine loving someone and then having that incredibly immense and super humiliating betrayal like yeah. in front of your entire in family your and friends like friends of your family your yeah. parents friends like I mean if that happened to me I don't like I feel like I wouldn't be able to show my face you know what I mean like I would be so humiliated I'd be like you humiliated me even though it's not my fault it's still like it is still humiliating you know yeah, what i mean of course yeah yeah and he, no one should have to go through something like no that. no like well so so um okay so anyway so let's just like let's talk about the cold clear thing so um he so he has sex with claire and then he's he finds out later that alex as like apparently like was he watching them as he was filming because i i feel like he was <laughs> he had to have been because he says you make a funny face when you orgasm yeah yeah and he's so he's like watching that he's like just like this is my jam this is like my thing is i love like being a voyeur or well, whatever he was, like you know? watching them from the balcony when they met at the party the next day that's true he's, and he was like smiling like i don't like he was a matchmaker i don't know see? what his like this is the thing is I that I was, he was wondering. Happy that he was gonna. He had fodder to blackmail Michael. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what he was happy about. Yeah, like see, the thing is, if even if it was cheesy, like Patterson hiring Alex to like get like to fuck over Michael's life, I would have been on board with that. But it just seemed like there was really no real motivation other than just to fucking ruin someone's life but well i don't know if you remember this line said very wisely by alfred in the dark night some people just like to watch the world burn that's true and i does say that i think there's a lot of really great lines in that movie better written character or better written movie you'd see the motivations behind him or lack of motivations because you'd get more character like we just talked about right things happen to him or he says things but then there's no follow-up so we don't know I think he, he's just ruining people's lives. Well, like, and Alex's character seemed to, like, his entire character seemed to be, like, a smirk. Like, that was his character. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, that was yeah. his whole, like, he's cocky and he's handsome. And that's it. That's, like, that's all. really yeah. yeah. So, you never find out these motivations, why he's doing what he's doing. And, again, if there had just been something like that, something to be like, oh, Patterson, who we, you know, previously did think was a piece of shit is actually the biggest piece of shit and did this but there oops there's really none of that so like so it just it wasn't very good (laughs) it's just a very good film you know um but oh what i want to say so uh 
so Michael w- like wakes up after f- passing out or whatever after having sex with Claire and he like walks in and he sees this video of, of him going at it with Claire and he has like almost no reaction. He's like, oh, I didn't he didn't huh. see it. He saw it at the party. That's when he knew. He no, was he saw he saw it in the morning. Remember, he was like uh, it was no. Alex was watching it and he goes, oh, you have a funny face and you orgasm. I did not. I do not. Remember yeah, that. I thought the first time he saw it was at the party. Mm hmm. And Alex just said that phrase. That was the second oh, time okay. he saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he yeah, like it's, it's he's he really doesn't have much emotion. No, he like sees other. it and he's like, oh, like that's his entire reaction is like, oh, yeah. I would have been like, what the hell did you do? You filmed me having sex without my consent. There's so many levels to wrong to this, like you know, but. Uh, like it's just it's this is what i mean is that this movie was filmed with a lot of conveniences like oh it's convenient that michael didn't have a reaction to the sex tape he really didn't give a shit about it ruining potentially ruining his you know fiance's life or whatever you know because she could have a lot of trust issues and like like messed up stuff after that but he really didn't care but the thing is that like there's no real oomph to him to give a reason as to why he does not care other than he is corruptible yeah. you know we don't know I about also, his past other than his brother honestly, his brother's more developed than he is yeah. he's barely developed Yeah, you know like that's yeah. messed up that's not right <laughs> I also don't know if Ruth is like that sympathetic of a character in this instance because I don't know if she actually loved him either yeah, you it know, seemed like, like she really like she wanted a baby. Yeah, that was kind of it. She wanted to get married. All that she, and she wants wanted is another baby. baby. Yeah, she's gone tomorrow, boy. So yeah, so I, I think you know, like I would never oh, condone cheating on anyone, but I do also think that, like, I don't really care about Ruth either. Yeah, no, so I don't, I don't either. Like, I did. I knew that. I mean. I didn't know he was going to sleep with Claire until she right. spelled it out, basically, and told Alex that she would sleep with, with right. Michael. And she's kind of, like, going back and forth yeah. between the two, well, and I was like... I was like, who is this woman? Like, number one, they met this woman at the bar. Did she know Alex before this, or did they literally just meet her? I because, think they literally... Because oh. Alex talked to her for a while, but we don't get to hear what he, say, he says to her. Yeah. And she was, like, weirdly on board and knew what he was getting at a lot of the time. Like, so her and Alex are off in another room... And they kind of speak in, like, these veiled sentences for maybe 40 seconds. And then she's on board with the fact that she's going to sleep with Michael. And I was like, are they in cahoots? Have they worked together before? Like, if she was, like, a sex worker or something, sure. Like, you know, she's like, okay, well, how much are you going to pay me for this? You know, like, okay, totally. Like, I could see that. But she just seemed like she was just, like, down for a good time. Seemed like like, a normal woman. Yeah. Yeah. And, And, but I... I didn't understand how she was so easily traded between the two of them in that way. And then... Well, I think part of it is that um, because they told her that uh, Michael's wife had died. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, like, died really tragically so or something. So she was sympathetic to him and gave but him, like, pity sex, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but still, like, okay. But then so she, like, gave him her number and right, stuff. So right. I wasn't really sure... How I, was, she was I thought so, Claire seemed like she was kind of cool. Well, I you did know? too. I thought she seemed kind of cool too, but I, I feel like she, I like Claire. Yeah, I know. I was like, girl. What are you doing? Girl. You could be with anyone. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't be with Michael. <laughs> but don't, anyway. Don't be with Alex either because he's 
he'll probably kill you. Yes, he did. Point. Eventually. Uh, that's right. Yeah. He did. He, so, he won't probably kill you. He will definitely kill but you. But she gave, when she gave Michael her number, she said it would only be good for a couple days. Yeah, I thought that was so, weird too. <laughs> a lot of mystery. Like, I was but like, also, what is that supposed to mean? It's good. Like, well, are you changing numbers? Are you getting on a new hand, phone? Like, well, no, because it's the 90s. Oh, that's the 90s, right. <laughs> maybe like, she well, maybe I, she I was staying in like that, a hotel room or you something. You saw that like in my eyes. I was like, she got a new phone and then I was immediately like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe she was staying at a hotel, but you never know. But I also right. do think the movie, one of the reasons why it worked for me, and by saying it worked, I let me reiterate, I'm not saying it's an amazing movie or that's written really well. Yeah. One of the reasons it worked for me is because it was like the literal embodiment of what they were doing. So what I mean by that is they would go to these underground pop-up clubs and they would learn the secret phrase that would get them in by looking at the classifieds in some like local newspaper, like a... Mm -hmm. I don't know. It wasn't the Village Voice, but it, oh, they were in Los Angeles. I thought they were in New York. I, yeah, honestly, they're in Los Angeles. I yeah. thought they were in New York until the very end of the movie <laughs> when the tarp when he said he left yeah. his stuff um, by the Hollywood sign or whatever. You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. I thought, and then in my head, I was like, they're in Los Angeles. <laughs> I had no idea. It wasn't so, until the Labray tar pits that I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, so okay. he lived in this like home, like tiny homespun little newspaper, and um. And they, you know, to learn, like, the catchphrase to get them into these secret clubs. So I think the movie, maybe, probably, my guess is unintentionally, because I don't think the movie seems like it's clever enough mm -hmm. to do this on purpose, but the movie sort of embodies that mystery aspect where everyone's just sort of converging for a time, and right. we don't know their backstory, we don't know what makes them tick, we just see this, like, little window into their lives. And that sort of fits with the nature of going to these like weird underground clubs and this mm -hmm. scene that he's suddenly part of and you know like nobody knows anybody there nobody you know and and we get to see um michael go to his day job and go back and forth but we're also in michael's shoes where we don't know these people and so i think that adds a layer of interest to me but like i said i don't think I doubt it was intentional. Yeah. Maybe I'm, I'm not trying to suggest that I'm cleverer than the I filmmakers. Mean, I think you I'm are. Just, well, I'm just saying, like, whatever whatever um, blank spaces that they decided not to fill in for I don't know what reason, whatever that, whatever those are in the movie actually fits with the tone of the movie for me mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah, I can so. see that. I... I I think that it would have benefited them from making the movie an extra like ten minutes long and just adding just, a little bit more development. Yeah, a little bit know? more exposition about characters. Yeah. And things I mean, because I, been. yeah, like we don't know anything about what's going on with Michael and Pismo. Why his brother's name is Pismo <laughs> to begin with? I mean, my best guess is that Michael or Pismo was born and his parents were potheads, and then. Michael was born and they went, you yeah. know what, we're not potheads anymore. We should maybe use a normal name <laughs> so our son can get, yeah. you know, like hired and stuff. Mm -hmm. and <laughs> so he can make money for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because Pismo's not going to do shit. He's just going to waste all his money on weed, which he didn't seem to live in a bad place at all. I it mean, looked pretty I, nice. Once I found out that they were living in Los Angeles and his brother had a 
giant, nice-looking apartment. Yeah. I was like, wait, wait a second. I know. I was like, what Who's, is happening? How much money is Michael giving like, him? Is Pismo still? Is he still like selling drugs, and that's how he's making money? Uh, you have you know? no idea. <laughs> and he's so like nervous, and he's like, I know. I can't go to jail again. I'll die in there. And he's a real like, Pismo. Get a job at a PetSmart. Jeez, I oh know. My I'm gosh. like Pismo. Get a part-time job, and you can't be a cab like, driver. You can't like. Just, just get a Anything. job. Like, I know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I know. Well, he's point. like, oh, I can't get a job, and I was like, you probably could. You just don't want to. You yeah. know what I mean? I was yeah. like, which, like, I get it because working sucks. But Nobody wants it. No one wants to work, but we have to work because we have to make money to live our lives, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. It's like. I mean, I guess we could like live off the land and like have a bunch I of cows don't think and stuff. I, but can I don't live think off I want land. No, that sounds like a lot more work. And yeah. you know, I really like having the least amount. <laughs> no, I just, you know, I just. It's all right. It's you know. You don't have to explain yourself to I am, me. I'm very motivated for my own things, and so Facebook. So I started. I started um, sort of voyeuristically. Pa- oh, like pausing, Alex, right? yeah, pausing on videos that Facebook feeds me about like people who live in their vans, mm-hmm. you know, and they like retrofit them with like, so they look really nice and everything. And uh, now Facebook just feeds them to me all the time, and when I watch them, I'm just like, oh, this seems terrible. <laughs> I know, because they'll be like, another day living in my van. First, I drove to the Planet Fitness so I could take a shower. And then I drove here to take a to so I could hike, and I was like, hiking and showering <laughs> in, in other places. Just hike and then, and they're then like, shower. And obviously. then they're like, and then they're like, and I I have a thirty gallon water tank in my van so I can take a quick shower, but it's cold water, and I'm like. Come on. What are you doing? <laughs> what are know. you doing? Am I crazy? Am I crazy? I feel crazy, but <laughs> am I taking crazy pills? <laughs> like I don't know. I do not see the appeal to like I don't either. Being nomadic like that because uh, no. I, I don't think that it's like it sounds terrible. Yeah, I mean that you <laughs> I, know during my the pandemic ex, <laughs> Well my you know, my ex wanted to live on a boat. He wanted to travel See, around the that world. It seems bad. And I, I was like and I it sounded so romantic. But then I realized I was like, I would be absolutely miserable i would hate it because you'd constantly be moving literally i mean like rocking yeah first of all and i secondly have like pretty severe seasickness like almost immediately i get seasick very easily so it's not fun and not severe i wouldn't say severe i don't usually puke well, but you like, get what i mean it's yeah, not fun either way seasickness is like there or it's not there mm-hmm. and if it's there it's just uncomfortable regardless. it is it is yeah. yeah and and so like i was like oh this is so romantic and then i like went on his boat like twice and i was like okay so i never want to do that again thank you <laughs> <laughs> well, like we're good also like during the pandemic i felt like there were some days when I was like, my apartment was seven is seven hundred and fifty square f- feet, and there were some days when I was like, I am in a literal cage, and oh, I yeah. cannot be here anymore, and I cannot imagine living in the back of a van. Yeah, yeah, and that's just everything. Yeah, and I know. And then if you want to, if you want to do anything, you just have to like be outside. I don't like to be outside as much as <laughs> I mean, I 
Like, I don't really like bugs. I don't really like don't, wind. You know, uh, I, I just, I just want to sit inside in like a real chair, and I want to go from we one room to the next. Indoors women, and that's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just need space. I need space. I know. No, I know. And I, I don't even like going out to like walk to my car. I just, I don't <laughs> like being outside. People are like, like, like my mom. I love my mom, and she's like. Being outside brings me such peace, and I'm like, really? Because when I go outside, I immediately am like, I hate that. Thing about, back okay, <laughs> I need to clarify. If I'm outside <laughs> and I can choose the length duration where I am, I'm happy. I like going for same, walks outside. Same. I like yeah. going to parks. I like well, sitting not on. Really same. Well, well yeah. I like sitting on patios. I like mm-hmm. doing stuff like that. But I also like having the option to go inside if I want. And so if I no camping. <laughs> Well, camping is a week long or, you know, five days. That's fine. Camping is a different thing. I don't want to go camping. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm saying, like, my domicile uh-huh. is the size of a U-Haul van. Mm-hmm. So, if probably I, even smaller. Probably even smaller. Yeah. So, you you barely have a choice yeah. of where you're going to relax. It's and, it would like, you can't be like, I'm going to go outside and sit, and then when this is done, I'm going to go watch a movie in my spacious home. And you probably won't even have a TV. So, and that's the real tragedy. Well, they have, like, computers and stuff, but... Oh, uh, well... Listen, this is a tangent that I didn't expect to go on, but I just, like, <laughs> I I watch it, like... Wait, were we talking about people that don't have TVs? Because I met two people that don't have TVs, and I was like, listen, I don't know what to do with you, but you need to be in your own category of weird, okay? Because I cannot handle this right now. I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> I feel like... I feel like people... I, I saw this... I, think, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was David Lynch. I feel like it was David Lynch. It was a clip of him who was berating people for watching like major motion pictures on their cell phones or iPads. <laughs> like they're not designed to be, those things are no, not designed to be watched on something not. tiny like that. Yeah. And uh, he, he, said it, he said it very eloquently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and I was like, yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Because, uh, it's an epidemic of people. I think <laughs> young people, especially who are just like watching stuff on tiny screens. Yeah. I had a friend once who, or I don't really talk to her anymore, but she was a very, very casual friend, but she invited me over and she started like playing a video on her laptop. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> it was like, like a movie. Yeah. And I was like, you said we're video. not going to watch. We're this. Not <laughs> I was just like, I was like, I'm not watching this on your laptop. I'm sorry. I was like, I just rather like, well, we ended up figuring out how to put it on the TV. Oh, nice. but I was just like, I'm no, that's not happening. Not watching that on your laptop. I'm a snob. Sorry. <laughs> like Mike and I, when we stay in hotels, like we'll do this novel thing. We'll watch like casual things on his laptop, which I really like to do. But he's not like, let me show you this awesome new movie on my laptop. Right, yeah, you know what I different. mean? It's yeah. different for me mm-hmm. to be like, hey, let me show you like a three minute video <laughs> yeah. from SNL or whatever. Or, yeah, you know? or yeah. you're like, let's put on The Office while we hang out. And it's on <laughs> yeah. on this laptop. And it's not like, it's not like, and oh, you've seen movie, it a million the times. The movie Oppenheimer just came out, so let's watch it on my 13 inch MacBook God. Air. <laughs> You know what I mean? I just can't. Like, stuff like that. I can't. Yeah. (laughs) Not deal with it. I think it's okay to watch things casually or things you've already seen on a small screen, but not like, that should not be the primary way. That should not be the primary way. Uh Uh-uh. 
that you watch things. No, it shouldn't. It's a novelty at best, and we are here to teach people. We're here to teach the new generation (laughs) how to properly watch things. You know, I just... This is super random. I was, uh, I was, uh, I think I told you about that woman, Lindsay Ellis, that like makes all these like really well done videos and stuff like that. So one of the videos that she was talking about the producers um, about Mel Brooks, you know, and she had a clip and I keep thinking about this clip because it's making me laugh. And it's, uh, it's like a guy, it's Hitler. And he's, he's ranting about how, Michael Crawford was old enough to play the Phantom in the Phantom of the Opera, but they chose Gerard Butler instead. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, I'm like, I have no idea what it's from, but it's Hitler and he's getting really pissed about it. (laughs) I was like, this is hilarious. That's so random. I I know. I know. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, let's get back to the movie. Okay. So. Okay, so we're, we're, let's talk about. So they they go to a burger place, right? Oh yeah. And there's this like what looks like just this little angel joyfully cooking behind the like he was he seemed so adorable. He, he was like, like he was happy. Like I know he was like this sweet guy. He's like cooking. He looked happy. I was like he's adorable. Do not destroy him. And so they immediately try to destroy him. <laughs> like, yeah, they rob him. Yeah, and like he's like like pointing like Alex is like pointing the gun at him and makes him like open his mouth and this poor dude is like terrifying probably peeing his pants probably, you know if just uh, yeah. that i mean yeah i mean seriously and then so the thing is i'm like i'm i'm thinking like could michael have at any point been like absolutely not this isn't gonna work out and i was like yes definitely several times he had many many chances to go uh-uh no this isn't happening what are you doing you're fucking crazy but instead he's like got this mask that he somehow got yeah, even though we never know. find out where he gets the mask and yeah. it squeaks too i guess yeah um and he like takes the money out of the which <laughs> I was like, you look at the money later, and it looked like it was like maybe twenty dollars. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's like this gross-looking hamburger stand. Yeah. It can't possibly make that much money. But also, no. he was—he was—he had taken cocaine. Oh, Michael yeah, that's had right. Sorted cocaine. That's right. That's right. Presumably for the first time, because we never see him do anything like that prior right. to that. I assume that it wasn't also the first time, just okay. the way he did it. He seemed like he knew he what knew he was, what he was doing. doing. Yeah. But also that's that was the same evening that his entire life blew up because mm-hmm. his fiance saw the sex tape. Which so he didn't even feel like he was like <laughs> I feel like at that point he was like, I have nothing to lose. Yeah. Nothing I don't I am not saving anything right now. There are, I have no balls in the air tonight that I have to like maintain. Right. So I think he was just sort of like he was on room springer basically and he and i do agree that he could have stopped it at any point but he didn't want to no and, because and i think he was also like maybe having like a manic episode because his I life he, was yeah apart. well i think he was like super wasted yeah. too because i think yeah. he was drinking mm-hmm. as they were getting the food you know and he's like mm-hmm. wandering around in the mask he i thought he was gonna puke because he's like oh yeah and then he gets out and he's just like Let's do it again. And I was like, what? 
He's, yeah, I was like, why do you want to <laughs> rob anything? You're rich. Yeah, you're wealthy. I like, well, I think it's the of course it's like the Winona Ryder thing. You know, it's it's yeah, like the thrill it's like of the Bella, you know Bella uh, in Twilight. Yeah, she, that's a good example. She does yeah. things so she can see Edward's <laughs> face. You know, no. Oh man, so many. <laughs> He's Bella. They're like, the same character. Michael from Bad Influence and Bella <laughs> from Twilight are the same characters. Yeah, they both have about the same development as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Alex thank you for laughing vamp- about it. I Alex is it. like Edward. He's a vampire. <laughs> yeah, you know? you're right. He is yeah. an emotional vampire is what he is. He is a fucking piece of shit. Um, <laughs> he's a piece of shit. Uh, so... So then, okay, so then, like, I was like, Alex is kind of a dumbass for not wearing a mask, but I, I kind of forgot that he had taken cocaine, so maybe he just wasn't even, he yeah. was just drug-addled brain. Um, but I was like, what does Alex do for a living? Professional homewrecker? That's, <laughs> you know, like, what does That's he do? That's actually what the title of the movie should have been. <laughs> the professional homewrecker. And at home the end, record. he, like, hands his card to somebody and yeah. it just says, Oh, he dies at the end. So never mind. <laughs> yeah, Professional like, homewrecker. But, but like, I, I was almost could have believed him yeah. living. Well, you know, I was wondering. Like, I wasn't actually okay. I wasn't actually wondering this for the whole movie. But it, when he was talking to the Eurasian woman mm-hmm. uh, on the pier mm-hmm. and saying it's taking longer than I thought, I started wondering if he was like an, an agent in the FBI or CIA or something, and he was trying to Anything. bust somebody, right? And but nope, we never find out. <laughs> no, he's he's just a guy who you know what he's a simple man who likes to go to underground clubs and have threesomes <laughs> so and take people having sex yes so we don't yeah we don't know what he does for a living we don't know who, where he gets his money he's staying above the bar that they yeah. go to and they everyone don't really has like a different that. name than him yeah but, well and they say and i didn't know if this was true or not and this was something that i was like really wavering back and forth and whether or not it was true was that the bartender well he calls him tony oh yeah and he's like oh that's i met him through my brother because they were in the army together the navy. yeah the na- yeah. navy and i was like so was he, was in, the he in the navy or not you know and he's i was like, like oh he re-enlisted that was a, such a stupid line because yeah, alex was sitting on the stairs like 15 feet right. from the bar <laughs> and the barkeeper was barkeep <laughs> this in the midi this medieval times the, the bartender barkeep the bartender was Give like a pint of mead your thank best you. mead thank you <laughs> and mead. where's alex and he was like oh he re-enlisted and i was like what are you an idiot? Are you covering for yeah, him? What is I the story here? And then either. Alex is like, you know what? I took your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that line was like, I was like, why did also, you take my stuff? Never Alex? trust. Like, listen, Alex, <laughs> Alex has proved he's not trustworthy. For, for yeah. Yeah. But I think the nail in the coffin for me mm-hmm. was he was sleeping on the couch with his head just on the arm of the couch as a pillow. Mm hmm. That's a psychopath behavior. <laughs> There's not even a pillow. I was. That reminds me of like I. I was probably like Tumblr like years ago, but it was someone who was like, "What do people do that don't watch TV while they're eating? They just sit there like a psychopath." <laughs> that sounds like me. 
Yeah, because like you know what? At best, you're like bunching up your jacket as like a makeshift pillow. You're not laying. It's a right, square. Yeah. It was a square. I need it, to really dig into this. It was a square it sofa. Did not arm. Look comfortable. It was not comfortable. No, it definitely was, not. It was like, are you a geisha and you're trying to like keep your hair nice? What is this? There's and I mean pillows like not. This isn't back in the day. Cause this is the '90s. But like in, like way back then, we're like made of stone. Like they were not supposed to be comfortable. Like in you know like no i don't know ancient rome and stuff like in that in ancient rome they had stone pillows i mean i, I yeah you're wavering <laughs> are you telling me the truth at some point they had stone pillows i do not know what time period it was but that was a thing before like they became made out of like f- fluffy stuff what was their beds made of i'm not napoleon of? cooking <laughs> napoleon's cookies what was their beds made of i think they were made of stone bedrock are you, ta- are you talking about the Flintstones? No, I mean, I re- like, okay, so I was reading an article today, or it was yesterday, about... Um, uh, you don't even know when you were reading the article. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> enough. <Yeah>. That's enough. <laughs> I've taken enough shit from you today. <laughs> um, no, it was actually about um, women and how they made money back in, in like, ancient Rome and stuff sure. like that. So it was pretty interesting, and they were talking about um, sex workers and these sex workers had like beds of stone. They were like these giant okay. slabs of stone. So I don't. I mean, I'm sh- I'm assuming that richer people I likely was just had. Say like, yeah, but poorer people, I think. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Maybe having sex on a stone is really awesome. <laughs> I can't see why it would be, but sure. <laughs> no. Okay. So I don't know if that. Okay. Barring that Alex mm-hmm. is, is an ancient Roman. <laughs> yes. He is a from psycho. The 90s. He's a psycho. Ancient from the 90s. Because then Michael's like, I gotta go to work. Also, I don't even know if he showered, which is gross. <laughs> like, take a shower. Uh, you, you know what? You can be late for work if it's because you were showering. Yeah. The alternative right. is, is worse. Like, was that after he had sex with Claire? Like, no, that was after he had gone on, like, a bender. And oh, that's right, that's right, yeah. And yeah. had blood on his hands. <laughs> anyway, so yes. Alex, and Alex was like, I hope you don't mind if I stay here. And, like, rolled over and got more comfortable on the couch. Mm-hmm. Still no pillow. And I was like, this guy's messed up. <laughs> this guy is a problem. And, uh... I would have been like, no, you need to get up and go. Well, he's like, just lock up. And I'm like, lock up? Like, you give him a key? key? How does somebody lock up? Also, well, maybe parents, that's how Alex kept being able to get back in there because yeah, he had a I fucking guess. key, I, I mean, guess. You know like, what? I usually do that if I meet somebody. I give them a key the right same away. night. Yeah. You know, especially... Same here. So, so the, I've had to move nine times last the year. The reason, <laughs> if I meet somebody and I do something bad that they catch on video and then show that video to my loved ones i definitely am, i'm giving them a key oh yeah i'm giving I mean, them a that key. is my fetish so mm-hmm. that's like Here's your that's key. my kink you know if you like, lose it i'll give you another one i love having I my parents watching me have sex life. <laughs> that was gross that was a gross comment um yeah um i don't i yeah. There was many times where I was like, Michael, look at what this guy is doing to you. Like, just step away from the situation. But, you know, I think Michael was like, 
this guy's really exciting. He's thrilling. Yeah. He's he's on room intru- Yeah, I mean, he's introducing all this new shit to me. Um, <laughs> I got laid because of him. You know, like he's which is unfair because I don't know. They never suggested that Ruth right. was like celibate or something. You know what I mean? It's just they just suggested that they didn't spend any time together. Ever. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like I know, I know, because she's like, oh, come and meet my parents or whatever, and he's like, babe, I have to work for two more hours. Then he went home, and yeah. I was like, you don't. Well, and work then or when, the, when they not when there was a knock on the door, I was like, "Uh oh, Ruth's here. What are you gonna tell her?" But it was Pismo or Pismo, Pismo, Pismo. I, call, I keep wanting to call him Fizgig. <laughs> it's Pismo. Fizz what's Fizgig from? Uh, is it from something? Yeah. What's that show? What's Dark Crystal? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, it sounds like a Harry Potter name. So. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> That you like a look of betrayal and anger. You were like, "How dare! How dare you even mention that name in front of me in my presence? Did you put your name in the cupboard of fire?" (laughs) Anyway, so Fizzgig came over. It wasn't Ruth. It was the brother, and the brother was like the Pismo. The brother, Pepto Pismo. <laughs> he got made fun of that's why he ended up being a druggie he just had a terrible life i mean honestly it makes sense <laughs> like when you name your diarrhea kid pismo. <laughs> <laughs> they're like where are you going to the beach pismo <laughs> you know, like. and he's like actually i am and they're like well that joke backfired on me now didn't it <laughs> We'll catch you next time when you're not going to the beach. So he comes and he, and he like, Al- Alex cracks the door open and Pismo is like, will you tell Michael I'm feeling the fear again? And okay. I, like okay. he was having a panic attack? What yes. was that? What was that? that? Okay, so I actually want to talk about that. So I'm glad you mentioned that because I thought that that was going to be relevant down the line. <laughs> Me too. Guess what? God, God forbid I did. Because apparently <laughs> foreshadowing is just out the window with this movie. Um... <laughs> I thought that there was going to be, like, it would have made sense maybe if he had, like, a horrible mental disorder and that's why he couldn't work or he was smoking a lot of weed because sure. that helped him. Yeah. But we never understood <laughs> that. And so I was like, and I thought that was very interesting that he said, I'm feeling the fear again. So I was like, okay, so the fear is clearly, like, this a name. before. Right. And it's a name that he's established that is a thing for something that's very bad. But what is the bad thing? Because we don't know because this yeah. movie's not good enough or well written enough to well, to do that. Alex you know? didn't care, so neither should we. <laughs> yeah, I know. Alex is just like you gotta go. <laughs> also, I don't think I would ever open like I don't think I would ever open the door to strangers' house. One time I was at yeah. your parents' house for a party. <laughs> Did and, we like um, say like, Oh, could you go out to the door and you were like I heard I heard a knock no. on the door. I heard a knock on the door, and I was like, "I'm at a party. I don't have to open the door for no one because this isn't my house or my family's house." And your aunt was like, "Oh, Samantha, can you get the door?" And I was like, "Get the door? I don't even know who could it be. I won't know them. I know they're not going to know who I am." I would feel the same way. I'd be like, "Hi," and I opened the door, Hi. and every everything was fine. <laughs> but um, no, I don't. My all that's to say is, I if I hear somebody knocking at a door at a house that's not mine, yeah, uh, I do I not would just pretend it. I wasn't home, right? I would <laughs> just be like, "No one here." You know, you know what <laughs> I don't do when I'm home and I hear a knock on the door? Answer the door, right? I only answer it so, if I know someone is coming. Yeah, because I'm like, nah. 
I live in this world and I listen to a lot of true crime and I am not going to open the door to any strangers. The only time I did do that was because it was my neighbor and he had my wallet. So that was really nice. But um, <laughs> he's since moved out. I also vegan? think he was maybe a drug dealer. The vegan? No, the vegan oh. is still here. How do you have your wallet? I dropped it. Mm. Mm. And he found it and gave it back to me, so it was nice. That's nice. That is nice. Yeah. He was nice. One time a neighbor came, uh, my neighbor across the hall knocked on my door and handed me one corner of a piece of my mail. And he said, <laughs> I ripped this up before I realized it wasn't addressed <laughs> to me. And I said, thanks. <laughs> Wait, it was like just a ripped corner? <laughs> it's the corner of my electric bill. And in my head, I was like, Where's the rest of them? Maybe he was just like That's making confetti and he just happened to see. Anyway. Like he's just like, here's a piece of tiny paper. Yeah. It's so that I, ha- I had to like. I would have like not. I would have just like slid it under the door and just pretend like I never saw it or something. Uh, if I get mail from my neighbors, I'll just tape it to their doors. Oh, yeah. Well, so one time I got like what looked like a tax refund check because it was around tax time and it was in like the envelopes mm-hmm. so i was like i probably should make sure that they get this right. so i went to their door and knocked mm-hmm. and they probably saw me and were like what's this girl doing here i have no idea so then i taped it to their door because i was like well i tried to give that to them and and that's the only time i've ever tried to go above and beyond yeah no that's but. i actually i've done that i don't really get a lot of my neighbor's mail I also only check my mailbox like maybe four times a year. It's really terrible because everything I do is online. It's just yeah. junk mail. You know, I mean, there's a couple things in there that are important, but for the most part, it's junk mail. But I've taped it to my neighbor's door, too, because I'm like, I don't really want to. I'm not going to engage. I don't want to start a dialogue or yeah, a friendship like, or anything. I'm not I here just, to be your buddy. Like, I just want you to have your mail mm-hmm, and exactly. I didn't rip it up. No. <laughs> Or only hand you part of it that yeah. you don't even need. <laughs> anyway, he left. He moved out. But um, um, yeah, yeah. Um, back to the movie. Let's get through. This. <laughs> let's try and get through this. Okay. So, so um, really random that Alex would leave Mike's stuff or Michael stuff. I, I keep writing Mick. Mick stuff at an oil field. Yeah, there was no... I I honestly... <laughs> I thought that Claire's dead body was going to be there. That would have made sense. Because I was like, why is he sending him to the middle of nowhere to right. just easily... Pick, it was so easy for him to pick up his box. There I was know. No, there was no reason to well, do like, that. Like, there, why wasn't there security or, like, locked gates yeah. or anything? There, it was just, you can go out to these oil wells and just <laughs> drop something off and somebody can come pick it up later. Yeah, and, apparently. And then when he got home and the the video was playing and Alex was like, uh, guess what? I'm going to lay some truth on you and show you that I killed Claire in your apartment. And did then you think at the end he Rob just kept Lowe laughing. Did you think Rob Lowe was a good actor for that character? Because I kind of felt like not really. I'm going to say yes, because it's not like a super strong movie. Yeah. But in a better written movie, maybe not. I think I could actually see them switching. James Spader being Alex. I actually agree. Actually, now that you say that, yes, 100%. Mm -hmm. James Spader. Because James very good at playing very intense, creepy characters. Actually, like, I thought, because my brief knowledge about the synopsis of the movie 
I thought James Spader was the bad guy. Oh, yeah. And then when the movie started, I was like, oh, wait a tick. <laughs> James Spader is the good guy ish. The good he's not guy. Good, I would really like, have a lot of emphasis on good. victim in all this? Yeah, like, the I, victim. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what this movie is, but. It's, um, you know, the thing is, like, Alex may have been a bad influence on him, but Michael was willing to do everything. You know, yeah. he went along with it all. He never at any point even went like, is this morally and ethically okay that I'm robbing someone and yeah. putting a gun in their face? No. He was cool with it. He just... And then... Um, so... <laughs> well, I wanted to say one thing. I did think it was legitimately creepy... So he watched the whole video mm-hmm. that Rob Lowe, that Alex had created. He yeah. learned that Claire was dead in the other room and she'd been murdered. Yeah. And then he goes back to the TV and then he hears whistling that's not coming from the TV. Yeah, that was creepy. And that's when he realized that Alex was in the apartment and that was creepy. I thought, yeah. I thought like that was a good moment. Because mm-hmm. I was like, in my head, I was like, I was thinking, Alex is an idiot. He can just take that video to the cops yeah because it shows alex murder or like right the right. woman you know what i mean like yeah there's clear it's pretty obvious it's, that they you do know it off camera happens, yeah. but they do it and like and then you're off the hook but then it made sense that alex was in the apartment i was like okay i because if before i saw alex i was like okay you know what michael you're just gonna have to own up to what you did and go to the police because you need to get someone worse off the streets than you you know what i mean like sorry but you need to face the consequences for your actions and just be a man and go to the fucking police and say hey i have this proof right you know maybe don't even say anything about the stuff that you did but you have to say something because they're i mean they'll find out well i don't know it's la police so maybe they won't because they're all corrupt but um or they were. I don't know. About 30. Who was it? 33 years ago. By the way, James Spader's 30 in that movie. Because I was like, he's wow. such a little baby. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I did the whole thing. Yeah. Whatever. By the way, when I was watching Will and Grace, there was one moment where Will was like, hey, Google. I can't say it out loud because I'll say it. You know, oh, the gook. Hey, yeah. You know? And, um, and he was like, play Madonna. <laughs> My Google was like, okay, play Madonna. <laughs> and I was like, no, Google, Will stop can, playing. Will can control your Google. <laughs> yeah, wow. I know, because uh, they were listening to Borderline. I don't. It didn't play Borderline, which I was like, okay, if you're gonna do it, you should at least do it right. <laughs> but that's it's a fun song. So, what did you think of the scene where the brother, where Pismo goes to uh-huh. Pismo Beach, Pismo Beach, Fizzgig goes to the club and like steals the bottle? But like, what? Oh I God. hate that. That's such a movie fight scene. Such a- like, if you're collecting a fingerprint. Yes. You grab the bottle and you leave. You don't look back either. Like, yeah. everything he did was like, you had your ducks in a row until it became imperative for Rob Lowe to see you because the movie has to continue. <laughs> and then you mess up. Right. That's actually not the issue I had. That seemed very Pismo. That seemed like very on that's, brand for that's him. so Pismo. <laughs> so Pismo. He drove so there in his Buick. That's so Pismo. <laughs> so that seemed very on brand for Pismo. Um, the thing I had the issue with was that he shoved it in his pocket and I was like, okay, so just wipe off every single That was weird too. Like yeah. fingerprint. Like you didn't mm-hmm. even try yeah. to keep those fingerprints. Yeah. Like he yeah. was just like and you could see him like shoving it in there, which means it probably rubbed against fabric and probably wiped off the fingerprints. And I was right. just like, cool. 
so much for that, I guess, you know. Gizmo. I, <laughs> it just really ticked me off how he shoved it in there because I was yeah. like, all right, well, that's not a usable piece of evidence anymore. So right. great job. Good, Good job, job, Pismo. Good job, Pismo Beach. Um, <laughs> I also wrote, why didn't they wash off the golf club? You know? Yeah. Like I, that, I didn't understand that. Like, I, Also, like, how did how did Alex follow them? Like, yeah. How did he follow them? I mean, he must have been like waiting outside, but also it I wrote, all seems so improbable. I, <laughs> this is exactly my issues with this. I also wrote down, sure, carry the body in a very obvious body body shaped bag in the middle of the with city. Blood coming, that seems like it will work. Like there's no there's blood coming out of the there's blood curtains that they I wrapped know, her up in. Like I know. I, I was like, why wouldn't you rip up the carpet and roll her up in the carpet? Any like anything like yeah to me i was like uh, i'm like if you're gonna maybe like chop her into little pieces like anything but you or i don't know you know a lot of people use suitcases a lot of people that sounds like a lot of like all those serial killers out there so many of them actually i found out today or not today but uh, recently that um there's America or the United States has 67% of the world's serial killers like over time not not like today but yeah like you know our Ted Bundy's or I I don't know why they would um I'm being distracted by the cat why they wouldn't be be so more discreet about it like in like Pismo forgot his car keys so they just laid the body down in the hallway (laughs) And I was like, you guys, make an effort at least. I mean, I know this is a movie, but make an effort. The thing is, like, it struck me as instead of being like maybe 3 a.m. when you could do this without getting caught, it was like 10 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, and there were people like still coming in and out of the, like, and I I was like, what? I'm, I'm just, I'm like, what? What is happening? And then the thing, okay, so the thing that really, really got me was his office overlooks the where tar pit where they dropped the body that's convenient yeah. <laughs> why would they drop the body o- across the street from where he works i don't understand i mean i can I guess the tar pits are a good place to dispose of a body i you know the only time i've actually ever heard of the the tar pits was in an episode of futurama because Fry and Leela get stuck in the ship in the tar pit. So oh. I thought it was like l- real tar. I didn't think it was like watery. I thought it was like very thick. I think it is thick. Tar. Yeah. I know, but not not to the way that they made it look like. They made it just look like water. Yeah. Um, well, I, yeah. And so... <laughs> So actually, they uh, the 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 scene was that they they finally got out and they were going to like a huge party in like L.A. or whatever, and they had um, a Neanderthal skeleton with them and like dragging along with them as they're getting out of the tar pits, and they're like, "You can't come in here. Like this is an exclusive party," and the uh, the bouncer goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't recognize to see Mr. Stallone there." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're getting distracted because yeah, this, this movie is, is like um yeah so just, the fact that his his office over like the yeah, target so he pretty wild. see all the cops like fine yeah like, he went to go watch the body be pulled i was like why would you do that well and also i just i guess i imagine and you know i don't live in la and i've never been to la so i don't know but i just imagine the tarpets to kind of be like not in the middle of the city. I don't know. Maybe I they. Know I guess they are. Maybe I learned about them in the movie Volcano. <laughs> oh, okay. So. There you go. Um, 
they well, might you know was that who's that Tommy with? Lee Jones was that like 90s big time okay okay I feel like the tar pits really had their like day in the sun in the did 90s they? <laughs> did they? because yeah I haven't seen a movie that featured them since yeah or, uh, also I forgot about they I forgot they existed until this movie right, right. well like, like why oh, would we remember it's not like pits, it's you know big deal yeah so also I feel like if you had something like that in the middle of your city there would be like CCTV set up because that'd be a great place yeah. to dispose a body otherwise oh I mean like it just it was just like the lazy way that they did things like mm-hmm. they the whole wrapping up the body they're trying to get rid of it yeah. and I was like be more obvious why don't you just carry her out in your arms and that way everyone yeah. can see that you have a dead body <laughs> because that's what it fucking looks like it looks like you have a dead body I, yeah I was I was I was like what is happening here why why are they being so conspicuous but yeah. somehow getting away with it how did Rob Lowe follow them yeah that makes no sense that I'm they should do a whole movie about how he followed them <laughs> I just I, like it's like it's like I felt I felt like this movie was trying really hard to be like the game yes, but was I just agree. missing it. I was it. thinking of the yeah. game as well and I was thinking like that this was like a poor poor man's yeah, the mo- poor- version. <laughs> it is. It really yeah. is. Like I don't even know who the director but is. My question really. is at the end. Okay. Um so, <laughs> so the stupid thing happens at the end where they like coax uh uh, what's a confession out of Alex's character by like cornering him with a yeah. gun, and then and he calls up. It was so convenient where they ended up, and like so stupid. <sighs> they then and then Michael calls up to Pismo, and he's like, "Did you get all that?" And Pismo's like, "Every word." He's got the the video camera. I know. And then Pismo, like the doofus he is, like his <laughs> foot slips. And he almost falls, and so Alex like lunges towards Michael, and Michael shoots Alex. Right. So was Michael intending to kill Alex the whole time, or did Pismo make him a murderer because he can't stay where he's perched? <laughs> Pismo. Because I was God. like, what were they recording him saying all those things for? Just to clear Michael, but they were going to kill Alex anyway. I, I don't think he had the intention to kill him. But I do I do have to say, so the the uh Rito Rito is the guy's name, the the um the what's it called? Um uh, security officer. And the fact that he Michael st- <laughs> this character came in three fourths of the way into the movie and suddenly talked about how Michael had helped him right get an accounting exam. Right. And I was like, when was Michael tutoring this man? Right, and right. Why is like, he in the movie? And it, it, right, and so then, so then Michael's like, I have forty thousand dollars. I just don't feel safe. Blah blah blah. Like, can I have it? And then they show that it's a gun. And I was like, and Rito's like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And I was like, Rito, don't give him the gun. First of all, that's stupid. And you could be implicated potentially yeah, in something that he's he does. Yeah. That gun for. I was like, I'm like, if you value like your freedom, don't do a dumb thing and give someone else your gun because A, you'll lose your job and B, yeah. you might go to prison. It's, you don't know. It's you know? madness. Like, it's it, madness. I like, they literally <laughs> brought that character in just to give him the gun. At the, near the yeah. end of the movie. Yeah. 
and suddenly he, <laughs> he's giving his gun. Like they they have a good enough relationship right. where he trusts like Michael enough to, to give him Howard his gun. or something. And he had been like, "Hey, Howard, do you have a gun? <laughs> I don't feel safe." Well, just sure. Make him, just make him go to a pawn shop and buy a gun. There we go. It's very he's easy to buy guns man. in the United States. It was probably even you easier in the nineties. Just go 90s. to a pawn shop. Just go to a pawn shop and buy a gun. <laughs> I know. And and so anyway, so I just like I was like, what the hell? And I I started getting so irritated at that because i was like i was like rito you have to be the dumbest motherfucker on the fucking planet to just be like here's my gun good luck don't shoot anyone or whatever but i don't really care because i'm a two-dimensional cardboard cutout it's bad like the equivalent like they it would have been more interesting if he would have just found a gun in a park somewhere I know, I know. Like, he's like, like, like he's like this is exactly like here? look at a video game like this is exactly what i need and he just runs and picks it up and then keeps running i don't <laughs> There's, I know we keep going off on tangents, but I just like this movie is just really painful. <laughs> like, but there's a scene in the IT crowd where Matt Barry finds his dad's old gun. Oh, oh it's the robot. Time. Um, and the first thing he does is put it in his mouth and start shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. Sure, pulling the but, trigger. Yeah, he but, doesn't even look to see if there's bullets in it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Nope. He just immediately goes to kill himself like whatever like his first thought was literally but then later he has the gun and he accidentally shoots it and he shoots his leg and like this dude is in the office with him and there's like this huge gunshot noise and the guy's like what happened oh my he's like flipping out understandably and and (laughs) matt barry's just like i don't know (laughs) call all the ambulances and have them be here in three hours (laughs) three hours we had to go to a meeting oh (laughs) anyway uh, it just reminded me of that but like yeah i i i just there was just too many conveniences in this film you know and like one of the lines i wrote down which made me go like oh brother here we go again was uh, michael said to pismo he's like don't fuck with me pismo you don't know me anymore i was like shut <laughs> up that's your brother like he yeah. knows you you don't know me anymore <laughs> but can you help me dispose of this dead body please yeah, like, and also can i put your life in danger right i i'm yeah. s- like i'm like all i could think of i was like pismo i know this is your brother and i know you love him but there is a certain point where you can go you know what you need to take care of this dead body yeah. yourself or I'm going to go to the police or something <laughs> there, because I'm not going to be complicit in this, yeah. you know? Like, like uh, this isn't I'm, this isn't my fight. Right, and I, he's like worried about ending up in j- back in jail. Guess what's going to happen if you dispose yeah. of a body? That's considered, I think it's, con- like, it's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's a felony, <laughs> you know? So either way, it's, well, you're gonna end up in jail and then we don't even know like because at the end of the movie there's this moment where P- the police are coming up to the pier where they just shot alex mm-hmm. and pismo says to michael what are you gonna tell them and michael's like i'm gonna tell them the truth but then it, the credits happen so i'm like did he actually tell them the truth we don't know we and have no idea you know, we have not you know it, so yeah i i I did actually have to say I did kind of like the rudimentary bomb that Alex made out of Michael's car. Oh yeah, I thought that was pretty clever. I was like, I was like, damn, that is that's a good way to get rid of someone because that would work, you know? Like I'm like I'm just saying. I was like I was kind of impressed. I was like, that's horrific, yeah. but I'm impressed, you know? Yeah, so, pretty scary. But oh, I also wrote down 
<laughs> there's like the trope of of uh michael was surprised alex and he was standing behind the fridge door when it was open and then oh, yeah. i was like really come yeah, on of course like even the ring didn't do that they <laughs> made us think that they were gonna do it and it was super scary and yeah. then they didn't and, and it was still super it. scary yeah <laughs> yeah so so would you recommend it um no <laughs> <laughs> uh i would say no i would not um, this isn't like where I got really into Michael Douglas and it also was kind of community based like and no I don't think this is worth even taking the time to think about I think it's a really thank, stupid thanks for listening to the episode though <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I would well obviously they're going to listen to the episode because we're amazing um, but no I, I don't think it's worth watching I don't think it's 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 very poorly written and it's not even it's not it doesn't even have like the added benefit of like Alan Quartermain was so ridiculous that it was like funny you know what I mean it's just this movie was better than Alan Quartermain oh I mean I think every movie probably is better than Alan Quartermain in the Temple of Skulls but um that was actually another Reddit thing today someone was like tell me a terrible movie and I was like oh I got you girl like Alan Quartermain the Temple of Skulls um yeah no this movie I just no, I didn't I didn't think it was good at all. I think it was pretty it was pretty stupid. So, what do you what would you say? Yeah, I don't think I would recommend it to people. Not because it's like a horrible movie, just cuz it's like it's, you know, it's a movie. Yeah. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a movie that I would be like, "Yeah, watch it if you're curious about professional home wreckers." No. Right, right. It's just not it's just nothing. It's a nothing movie. I don't think it's terrible. I don't think it's great. It's just a movie that there's so many other movies that you can watch. Just watch I a agree. different movie. You know? I agree. I, I think that if you want to watch something that's similar to this, watch The Game. Yeah, The Game you is know? a much better yeah. representation of just... The Fincher film. I don't know. I think there might be multiple The Games, but The Fincher oh, film. Okay, yeah, yeah, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, because like if I recommend something to someone and like read it, I usually say like director Finch or whatever, sure. just to make sure that they sure, understand. Sure, 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 sure. So yeah, or sex lies and videotape. It's yeah, not, it's not you the know, same. Like the movie is a very different movie. But right. if you want to see like a James, a good James Spader performance, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, that one. That's that's got. Um, I mean, we reviewed it, so if mm-hmm. you want to listen to it, you can it's do that too. Movie. So, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. Um, and I am, I'm, you know what? The coffin's closed on this one, and I'm fine with that. Let's put the stake through the damn heart. We're done with it. The vampire is dead. What are we, what are we gonna do without bad influence on our movie <laughs> review, like movies to review list? We're gonna have to put another yeah, one there that another, we're gonna not do like, for three years. Thirty-year-old movie that we just <laughs> putting off. That was based on a, a, uh, you know, a TV show thing, which this seems to happen. <laughs> Anyway, so if you like our podcast, uh, go to iTunes. Please give us five stars. It helps us out. And thank you so much to Mike Myers for our theme music. Yeah, you can find him on Twitter at the Mike Show 42. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.